This is Joe Costello's WFO Radio Ignition. Covering everything that has wheels, an engine, and a driver. The reason I race is to get the chicks. You know what I mean? <laughs> NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One, sports cars, and NHRA drag racing. Hey, guys. Just want to let you know, WFO rocks. WFO Radio is total motorsports. It's just so cool. Fasten your seatbelts, fire up the ignition, and drop the hammer. Yeah, let's do it. Now, here's your host, Joe Costello. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's right. WFO back in the studio. Back in the land of the sweltering heat and high humidity. Oh, sunny South Florida. The home base for the WFO universe. What's up, everybody? Joe Costello back here after the NHRA Western Swing doing an ignition show. Not on our normal night. Our normal night is Monday. But on Monday, I was mid-flight back from San Francisco to sunny South Florida, the MIA, nonstop direct, by the way, which was very nice. And got in at like 11 p.m., had a fantastic Uber ride. I took an Uber ride instead of the 30% surcharge taxi cab. It was considerably less expensive, but still $70 plus a 20% tip. And so you're just not getting from over there to over here very inexpensively. It's never going to be 15 bucks. But I did do a good job of saving a little cash. And that's that. That's what I'm all about. Saving a little cash for my employer. Oh, yeah. But we got a good show for you tonight. What are we going to talk about? Who knows? Well, Max Verstappen continues the dominance while thousands and thousands of people begin to check out on Formula One. And all the effort that they put into growing the sport in the United States of America is being squandered. Because Americans, they're not into this. Too much. Too much dominance. People are losing interest. They're going away. The ratings are showing it. I've seen the stories. But I feel it anecdotally, like myself. Like, what do I think? Like, I, I missed out on a Max for, uh, on a Charles Leclerc podium, a third place. We got a third place. It's like one of the best runs of the year for Ferrari. And was I watching or interested? No, not really. No, I was. What was I doing at that time? Getting ready for the third race of the Western Swing out there at Race Sonoma. I don't think I'm the bright person to judge. Whether or whether or not, I just am not able to watch every minute of every race. So I do highlights, I do results. But really what I do is I listen to the WFO universe as they determine what's what. And then, you know, when I can, when I'm here, I watch a race. It's good stuff like that. Chris Busher wins NASCAR Cup Series. Richmond, we'll talk all about it. Giovanni in Miami was locked in on every... We'll hear from Gio. And I just put the Patreon bat signal up. And since we're doing the show one day later and a little earlier, we'll see which of the WFO Patreons are able to jump on, if any. And to those who are out there, we apologize. Like Gio and I were like back and forth about when the show was going to happen. And last night was impossible. Since he and Sue had done such a great job the previous week, I thought maybe they would just do it again. But then I thought, I, I kind of want to be involved, man. The Western Swing. I got we got all these interesting stories, I think. Shouldn't I want to be involved? Because by next week, that's all going to be gone. That's the thing. All those great memories and all that. After, in fact, right now, they're almost gone. 
I always say to myself, you know, I should do a journal. But then I say, nah. All right, before we bring on Giovanni in Miami, and I see Fast Eddie and Joe Lee is on there. Everybody jumping on. That's good to see that these people, when we put out the bat signal, they are watching their email. They just jump right on immediately. I want to shout out to Bernie's Speed Shop. Bernie's. This is Josh Hart's business, and it is pretty amazing. B-U-R-N-Y-Z-Z dot com. Where I go, I go to Bernie's.com. And you can see a great video. You can see all their featured inventory. You can see their trailer inventory, e-bike inventory. They've got all kinds of different stuff, who we are. It's just beautiful. You can buy and you can sell. They sell on consignment, services, repairs, sell your car. What is Bernie's? It's amazing. Uh, go check it out, Bernie's.com, and be sure to follow all their social media. But like Hot Take, I'm going right. They see trailers. It's got trailers. I want to click on trailers because of my trailer disaster that I don't think I told anybody about. I don't think anybody on this show knows about my trailer disaster. It's too many things. Like, look at this. No, that's out of my price range. 2014 R, R, Audi R8 5.2 Spider. That's a convertible, of course. $129,000. I That's definitely not what I'm looking for. But the 1989 Camaro IROC Z28 with 46,000 miles, that's right in the wheelhouse, man. Look at that thing. That is sweet. Oh, and oh, by the way, it's got a 383. So there's a little... Something, something going on. But I like to play which of the cars at Bernie's would I purchase? Would I purchase the 1991 Chevrolet Corvette with only 24,000 miles from the year that I graduated high school with a 5.7 V8 with a throttle body injection? $22,000. Like, man, that's I could do that. So it all depends on what you want to do. How about 1994 Mustang Cobra? $11,999. They've got a lot of inventory at Bernie's and you want to go check it out. And it's fun to just keep up with what they've got going on. And big thanks to Josh for supporting WFO. Total Seal Piston Rings, the leader in ring seal technology. Just finished moments ago. It's been a very busy day for WFO. We had Gage Herrera on with Alan Reinhardt. If you haven't heard that yet, definitely go listen. Gage was cool. Alan and I broke down the Western Swing in Sonoma, the Denso Sonoma Nationals. We'll talk about it more here today. Hopefully people are interested in that. But then immediately switched gears to Hidden Horsepower and did this amazing wide-ranging detailed interview with Andrew Hines about engines, ring seal, how they make power. They're over 14,000 RPMs with those Suzukis. And they make 3.6 horsepower per cubic inch, which is crazy. That's crazy. And they'll also they use Total Seal Piston Rings. So TotalSeal.com, if you're an engine builder, if you're having an engine built, they're definitely the ones you want to use. Phillips Connect, I'm excited because tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, Justin Ashley, who won his fifth race of the year, is going to be joining us on the show, as is J.R. Todd. A little Justin J.R. back-to-back at 1 o'clock. J.R. will be around 1.30. Justin around 1.00. And it's going to be a very fun show. And then we will have knocked out the winners from the Western Swing. But Phillips Connect, always in the mix. Always connected. Keeping people safe out on the road. Phillips-connect.com. If you are in the transportation or trucking industry, you definitely want to stay connected. Let me know, and I'll put you together. 
WFO Joe. Joe at WFORadio.com. Exactly. The folks at Foggit, you hear the show, you know, Foggit, F-O-G-G-I-T, comes in a spray can, and that's how you should protect the inside of your racing engine. FTIPerformance.com. Of course, Samtech.edu, Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School, and Marvin Rodak, who shared with me he's going to have brand new coffee from Kenya available very, very soon. All right, let's bring on Giovanni in Miami. You know, here I did, like, they're all going to like you better, Gio, because you don't do spots. You're not, you know, you're not, you're not putting the spots on the people, whereas Costello comes back, like the substitute teacher is there for a week, and then Costello comes back and immediately is hitting people with commercials and stuff about Patreon. Well, all right, I'm here on the mic, not muted, waiting for you. Uh, yeah, I, I got to tell you, I uh, the spots, uh, the Geo show was, I don't want to say it was spot free, but it, it would have been had Sue not been on. That's for sure. I I blew through. No, I don't blame you, man. I, don't, I really don't blame you. You do a lot that people don't realize there's a considerable amount of effort behind the scenes beyond talking. Like in the talk radio world, the host is supposed to have one or maybe two responsibilities. In the perfect world. Now, as time has gone by and things have evolved, of course, more responsibilities have gone on the host and, you know, they do it with fewer and fewer people. But it, it really the host's responsibility should be to talk and entertain and think and interact with the audience or come up with topics to discuss or battle the callers, you know, bring up the callers. Bring up the callers. Not all hosts do that. They don't, not all hosts punch up their own callers. I worked with many hosts that had the producer punch up the caller, bring up, you know, push the button. Like, you know, Sheboygan, Wisconsin, hello. And you push the button and you lock <laughs> them in, you know, and then, you know, talk to them and they get jerky with you and you dump them off. Oh, you're an idiot. Get out of there. Right. Like that's the host's responsibility. But not all hosts do that. In the modern world, like when I got hired at XM Satellite Radio, I went there thinking that's what I was going to do. I'm going to be a talk show host, man. I'm going to get on the mic and I'm going to freaking talk. That's what I'm going to do. And uh, Tim Farley was like, yeah, well, you know, you're going to run. you got to run the board. And I was like, listen, man, running the board, that's FM DJ stuff. They bring up their music and all. Talk show host talk. That's what I do, man. You give me a producer. Tommy Noodles, of course, was very happy that I said that. And, you know, we, we did our thing. But with this deal, now that I'm a privateer, <laughs> the graphics, upload the graphics, bring on the graphics, click on stuff, sponsors, sales, all of it, everything, everything and all at once, everywhere. And so when poor Giovanni comes in here and stumbles in, <laughs> like here, you know. Who yeah, the all-direction drive can't handle all that stuff happening, dude. There's a bunch. He's like, oh, look. I can lower the volume. Oh, I was, I, you know, I love listening to you as you discover <laughs> features. And to be fair, even oh, look, more, the music plays from one of these banners uh, over here and one of these click ads over here. Exactly. Was, yeah. <laughs> now, I did like we could, we could, I could blame you because I did offer to give you training and you did not receive it. But at the training, same time, training. I, dude, uh, on the job training is life, man. That's how it I works. I could have, I could have done, I could have been more forceful for you to receive. I walk around and I click on the buttons and I figured it out, mate, because you always leave 
also, I, you know, if, if we're going to get into this and go fully behind, maybe when you're done with the show, just get rid of that banner that you leave. It'll leave, make my life a lot easier than it takes me always, you know, a considerable amount of time to remember how to take that off. What banner? Like you leave a, like the, I don't know, the logo for that week of the show or whatever it was. Yeah. What difference does that make for you? That when I go on, it's like on there and then it takes, yeah, it takes me forever to figure out how to take that off. You just click and on so, it. So, yeah, thanks. Uh huh. Just click on it. Yeah. On sure, but you know, off. whatever, dude. That's all I'm saying. It's the yeah, training. You should, of... have, you should have received the training. Gee, let's do a maybe training. You, maybe you should make a manual, you know, like a, a, short, a cliff note, a TLDR. Too long didn't read. Well, I think that you have got it all figured out. And you did a good job. It's like, here, get in this Formula One car and drive it with all these switches, but you don't know what they are. And you figured it out. So who am I to expect you to like also do the spots and put them on? That's what Sue is for. Yeah, the plane didn't crash, you know? I mean. You did great. I enjoyed it greatly. I thought it was a fun and entertaining show. I went back and listened to most of it after the experience in the coin laundry. Michael Heiner is attacking me for not using a wash and fold. What's up with that? <laughs> Because you just drop it off and then they give it back to you ready and folded. Yeah, except, you know, everybody thinks they're a genius or something, but I don't know too much about watch, wash and fold. But what I do know is don't you have to go there twice? Well, yeah, I guess to drop it off and pick it up. That's my assessment. Like you've got to drop it off and then you've got to pick it up, which means that's two interactions, two gotta go there gotta get my stuff gotta do this gotta do that gotta do whereas the good old coin laundry crazy experience not only is it a wild hairy kind of deal but you only do it once you're in there 20 minutes and then you're gone and you're down the road and that's it you suffer a little bit it was very interesting to hear the reactions to the coin laundry I'm not saying our our you know co-hosts are a little a little hoity-toity but it was like oh my god he's in a coin laundry oh my gosh you hungry <laughs> no actually i just ate pickle rick is down there jim's down there dirk's down there fast eddie's down there jolie stanfield is down there pro stock is going to be back for all the remaining races which is very exciting it's never the same without pro stock Sue Morris has reached out to me, says she's wrapping up dinner. She'll be heading back to her hotel soon and join us from the Courtyard by Marriott Studios, which will be great. Uh, we can talk NHRA drag racing, of course, Formula One, Giovanni, Chris Buescher. Yep. There's a lot going on. I'll give some NASCAR results. Chris Buescher, Denny Hamlin, Kyle Busch, the top three. Of course, the interview oh, is up in the app, which is great. Joey Logano, fourth, Ryan Priest, Brad Keselowski, who... Led a, a fair amount of laps, 102 laps led. Martin Truex Jr., Eric Amarola, Austin Dillon, and Kevin Harvick rounding out the top 10. The cookout, 400. And I think that would have been a great topic to get into. Cookout, as opposed to all the others. What say you, Giovanni? What do you mean, as the brand, like the, the sponsor of the race, cookout? Yeah. Cookout. You ever had cookout? I think you have. I have no idea what cookout even is. I'm guessing it's like a grill, a maker of a grill or something. No, it's a, it's a, it's a, the East Coast, the South's In and Out Burger version. It's a oh, quick, I see it here. Cookout fresh hamburgers. You've eaten at cookout. I have. 
Yeah, you ate a cookout somewhere along the line. I remember, because the inside looked like a lodge. The whole fam was there. We were somewhere. I think it was in Richmond. Oh, that might be it. We went to a cookout. Yeah, cookout's pretty good. The problem is you can't get in there because it's got another one of those fast food places like Chick-fil-A, like In-N-Out with a oh, giant dude, I can tell you one. I just I just drove by one, and not today, but the last uh, baseball uh, baseball practice I went to, which is, you know, a little bit down south. There's a place called Raisin Cane. Yeah, Raisin Cane is a new that's a chicken. Oh, my goodness, now, dude. No, I, I know Raisin it. Cane. I heard, oh, you know, Raisin Cane. So I drive by on the way to baseball practice. So I'm sitting there thinking, uh, oh, maybe we'll pick up some of that crap on the way home. Yep. So we drive by. No way, dude. Just getting in there was like the Popeyes when they were giving away those free chicken sandwiches or whatever. You couldn't get in there. They have like a double drive through. There's like 20 cars deep each one. You can't even pull into their parking lot. There's people lined up out the door. There's traffic to get even into the shopping center where it's at. I'm like, oh, screw that. Raising Cane, they were at the track, yes. Homestead Miami Speedway, the first time Gray came with me and we got rained out. We were able to get some chicken fingers and they were. You know, he good. told me he'd eaten it before and I thought he was, I'm like, oh, this kid's making crap up. Like, where no, the he hell did, did he eat? Yeah, at, at, at the Fastlane Friday at Homestead you Miami. No, he should have told me it was at, that he ate it there. Yeah, of course. You should have interrogated him to find out where, and he should have volunteered where because it's a cool story. And neither one of you, the communication is obviously uh, suspect, but that's where. And so what? They're, <laughs> yeah, they were going to open know, that it's week. Like, it's like being married. I just pick my battles, man. Like I, there's not, there's no need to interrogate about where the kids, you the kids like. Hey, I had that, and you're like, okay. Well, you know, I can't call him out on BS on everything. And so sometimes I just let stuff go. Yeah, you're lying. This Otherwise, I feel like I'm always attacking this kid, you know, like lying about where he had the chicken fingers. No, I was there with him and it was good. Well, I figured I it was remember. just make, oh, he was making crap up is what I thought. Yeah, it's raising canes is another one. Everybody likes it. They're chicken. Well, that's the one I'm telling you. It's a, there's one like really close to where to, to, to the field where he goes practice now. I think it's good. So I give the update. Top. He made the team. Uh, everybody. Oh, good. Gray made the team that he was trying out for. Excellent. Well, he better make the team. <laughs> well, yeah, so you, I guess you and he think like when when I we told him, hey, Gray, the coach texted, said congratulations. You, they, you know, you made the thirteen U, blah blah blah. And he goes, was there any doubt? Yeah. Just was there any doubt? <laughs> was there any doubt? Well, that's not good. Humility is something that should be. Taught. Was there any doubt? And I was like, well, actually, yeah. <laughs> With a lot of doubt. Yeah. Your mom and your dad, not only do we love you, but we doubt you. <laughs> Look, I'm not that dad that thinks his kid's like the best athlete in Dade County, you know? I, I totally agree. Humble pie, man. You got you to gotta teach it. Was there any doubt? That's funny. <laughs> That's what I'm like, dude. Was there I'm like, any I doubt? hope that you continue to be as good as you think you are. That was probably just a witty, funny thing to say in the moment, more so than his actual opinion. But either way, regardless, cookout is good. That's the deal. Cookout. Yeah, no, I see it. They look like they're a North Carolina uh, thing. You just and, can't uh, get in there. And Virginia. The line, the line is too long. All right, Bobby Graham is on here. What's up, Bobby Graham? Welcome hey. Co hosts are on there. What's How are you doing? I'm doing well. We're pitching a no-hitter here. Everyone has had their mic on when called upon. Let's see how it goes. See, we could keep on going. You know, maybe when Sue gets on here, will she? Oh, I actually had mine on. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. You're killing it, Bobby Graham. 
I spoke with Marvin this morning. I had a good talk with Marvin Rodak. Everybody's all excited about the stampede of speed and all the big stuff going on associated with it. And he was talking champions dinner. He's already picked out his outfit. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stuff. So did you guys get to take in the uh, NASCAR race? Obviously I was um, focused. Any notes no. on the NASCAR? No, I did not. I, I had it on. I had the NASCAR the, uh, race, and I had an HRA TV on. I, I had the, the dual screen situation going on Sunday. Once we made it back home, we were, you know, I had uh, family responsibilities in the earlier part. Okay. Of the afternoon. Good. Good. Well, exactly. Life, you know, getting in the way. You're supposed to blow off everything and just watch TV. Racing on television <laughs> is it. Otherwise, you're not a real fan. I know. How else am I going to report on, on the show on Monday, right? If I don't sit and watch every lap of every race. Every lap of every race in every series that exists. Otherwise, you're not doing your job. But I do feel like I saw a lot of stuff. I did watch, you know, I felt what? Uh, Richmond, uh, RFK Racing was the big thing. They dominated, led more than half the laps. Uh, Brad led for a while. And, and then, uh, you know, Chris Buescher gets the win. Another win for the 17 car. Yeah, way to go, Busher. Remember when he Busher, was... Yeah, to show that that time he won wasn't just a fluke. Yeah, well, he's got a couple of those, uh, hey, guys, it's not just a fluke wins. And people are like, next time he runs well, like, yeah, it's not a fluke. Again, wow. <laughs> every time he runs well, it's like, yeah, it's not a fluke. Yeah. Now, yeah, look, there's know. a lot of talented drivers out there, man. I think if he's everybody was driving in the Hendrick car, we'd see, we'd be able to see. He's going to have more. like six or eight wins, and he's going to be like, yeah, this is not a <laughs> Yeah, he wins once in a while. The way I look at it, you know, for so many years, if you could get a win and justified your existence, you were amazing. And if you could get one win a season, oh, my gosh, you're a superstar. You're a star. One win a year, you're a star driver. And then the superstars were the multi-win drivers. Multi-wins. So it's changed a little. Yeah, bit. I agree with that assessment. I think you know. I, that's I, I agree also. Yeah, stay. stay Even around. a win every other year puts you like as you know as 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 maybe not a star, but you know, yeah, up there and star, not quite superstar. But. Well, and and it's the true in NHRA too. In that, uh, like Hartford, they were uh, they were they were giving Hartford a little trouble for winning one race only in six consecutive seasons, and. I I can't call that a negative stat, right? Like you win one race per year in six consecutive seasons. That tells me you're a, a high level racer who is extremely relevant and a star in the sport. You win a race every year. Most most people don't. I I concur. They want him to win two. That's the point. It's like the race. <laughs> well, yes, no, of course. And guess what? If he had won two races every year, they'd say, oh, well, come on. You only win two races a year. Why aren't you winning three or more? Here's the breakout. Like a stock, you know, that's just level. And nobody likes that, right? It's supposed to be up and down. So you can buy and sell. One win a year, not enough. Not yeah, everybody much. wants NVIDIA, man. They're screwed. Don't worry about it. That well, shit's going to come back down to her. Only winning one race a year. Makes it hard on the fantasy league, also to try to pick your winners. You know you're gonna get. You the one. don't know who's gonna win. You know yeah. you're gonna get one, but which one you you're gonna get? Maybe. Right, so I looked at the website. I did not see fantasy uh, update just yet. Atlanta. No, I gotta. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I, we, we, you know what? We're bad people. We should have reached out to Pat a couple of weeks ago because uh, obviously something's going on with Pat. He hasn't f- updated the fantasy now. This is like the second or third week. Well, you did good, Joe. Did I? I mean, I, to be honest with you, I, I just did. realized it. But, but <laughs> yeah, well, so I've got an excuse. What's yours? That I just realized it by going to the website, and then I'm like, Pat didn't do that, and I was like, I. And then I recalled, I was like, I think last week I had to go look for them online too. It wasn't there, and now it hit me. I'm like, oh man, I'm like, you know, last week, this week, I'm like, that's like a trend. I should have reached out to Pat already. I'm like, I am a D. <laughs> you are. I'd look you them up, have. but if I look them up, my internet quit. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 <laughs> I have no but, interest. I had 314 points and didn't come up any. Really? Oh, wow. So it must have been a good good week for everybody, huh? So a lot of people had good points. You were fourth in uh, in the race this time. I know that for sure. You jumped up four or five points in the season. That's right, I was. because I have a hard time finding the the actual race race, stand. I I told you all that I was going to begin trying now. That's what I said. And uh, clearly, I've been clearly it worked out. No, it would have been good. Uh, I do recall setting a team. That's one thing that is kind of out of the ordinary. Actually, a couple of weeks ago, some I, I don't know, out of a moment of clarity, I decided to go switch. I was like, oh, man, I know I forgot to change the team before uh, qualifying. But right before the race, I think someone said something and I said, oh, let me go change it. And, Luckily, all the other drivers I uh, all the drivers I was about to start had already nine starts used up, so I must not have had the same team for a while. But now I changed it, and so I'm safe. <laughs> so bad, Brad is the overall leader. I'm giving the overalls right now because it's easy to get to. Geo, maybe you can. Yeah, find was, that's exactly what happens to me. I have a hard time finding the the actual race standing race by race. And then I just want to say that uh, my entry says that I have not donated, but I have donated, and. It's the, every time I see that, you know, I send them an email. Okay, donated, <laughs> but it hasn't. Uh, it hasn't been. So if you donated, just listen. Don't be upset. Just feel happy that you donated, and that's what matters. We're playing the game. Bad Brad is the leader by thirty-three over Royal Flush Racing by only thirty-six over Mister Fantasy NASCAR. What the heck happened? Oh, Bad I found Brad. the weekly standings. Maybe I should go first. Yeah. Well, let's 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 do it since I'm on this and then we'll find out what happened. Like the 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 lead story is that Bad Brad lost his entire lead. Weren't you saying it was 200 points last week? It was huge. Yeah, it was yeah. three. It's a million. Yeah, I can see last it. Week, and now it's down to 33 and 36 respectively over Royal Flush Racing and Mr. Fantasy NASCAR. Team 12 is 159 back. Hockey Kid is 185 back. Miss Laura 205 back in sixth. The Texas Bugnut 216 back tied with Dirt 99 and seven. Beer Rita 222 back in ninth and turn left 228 back. Olsen's Trailblazers up one to 12. Husker Fan is up to 13. Geo Miami down four. So is Stubo. You guys are nose to tail 14th and 15th. And then, uh, you know, Dragster Jeff is up and Gareth is up and no, up six. Woo! It says I'm 33rd. Is that possible? Or I think you're looking see, at the for the summer season. At the full season? No, you're right. Summer no. standards. Uh, yeah. I've ruined it. There it is. Now you didn't it. get that far ahead of me. Dang it. <laughs> All right. right. For the for the race results for Richmond, in first with a monster week of 352 points. So you see Bobby, Bobby's right. Was Busher nearly killed her. 
Way to go, Steve the Trucker. Yep. And so uh, first, Steve the Trucker, 352. Second, Jambalaya J, 347. Third, Beer Rita Racing 81 with 345. Fourth, here we are, our very own WFO Joe with 341 points. Woo! 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 Look at Hey, Sue. Hey, what's happening? Sue was able to just jump into the show like that. Way to go, Sue. <laughs> All right. Fifth, G Senkow, 340 points. Coming in sixth for the week, Willie B. Racing, 332 points. Seventh, JJ Husker fan, 330. Tied for eighth, Dragster Jeff and Race Day San Antonio Dixie with 329. And 10th, Olsen's Trailblazers, who's probably down there. You know how he, he likes to show up whenever he has a good race. <laughs> no, I kid. Not because yet. he actually, I don't, you know I don't what? see him yet. He's usually it's still on. Early oh, for it's, him. Well, it's, not, it's not Monday, though. He, I've here. noticed he's on all the time, but I only call different him out. Day, different time, different show, different day, different time, different audience. Anyway, continuing 11, Rusty Racing, 322. 12th, Kev 92 Ford, 321. Tied for 13th, Smothered and Covered and North Star with 320 points. Monica, Fantasy Clueless, tied with Miss Laura for 15th, 319. Monica and Miss Laura? Woohoo! Yep. Uh, 17th, Texas Bugna, 315. Bobby, 311 points, tied for eighth. Drafting with Aviator Racing and Pickle Rick, all three in, tied for 18th, excuse me, with 311. Hockey Kid and Bulls Wool, 21, 21st with 309. Driving Hard and Uper, 1, 23rd with 305. Mr. Fantasy NASCAR, tied with Royal Flush Racing for 25th with 304 points. Fleet Tree and Highline Real Fine tied for 27 for 303 points. Derail with 300. Bad Brad and Northwest Nitro Fanatics 30th with 296. And then after that is Corpse Grinder, Los Chingones, El Jefe, Southern Racer X, Patrick the Webmaster, Going in Circles, Rich and Sagas. Damn, where did I end up? <laughs> Are you down with me? Because I know I was. Yeah, Clausen Racing, DR299 is 39th. Team 12 and Team English are 41st. Hebrews 12-1 Racing is 43rd. Stubo, 44th, 270 points. And I'm still way down there. <laughs> Top Field Champ, 12-15 is 45th. Turn Left is 46th. Zamboni John is 46th. Tied for 46th, Turn Left. 48 is Lake Oconee Scott. Nitro AJ is 49th. And Geo in Miami and Millerman tied for 50th with 245 points. I'm not going any further than that. You guys are bigger losers than us. Yeah, exactly. That's for the weekly, Joe. So there you have it. All right. Way to go. And the overall, I think I said it, it now makes sense. And, and then the, the information that I gave a moment ago was in totally, totally incorrect. Bad Brad continues to leave over Mr. Fantasy NASCAR by 209. And I was just having a heart attack is really what okay. it was. Oh, my gosh. He's coming back. But it's okay. Mr. Fantasy NASCAR 209 back, 228 back, Royal Flush Racing. The same two, just different margins. Burita Racing, turn left, Olsen's Trailblazers sitting there in six, but 430 points out of the lead. That's a tough deal. It's bad Brad's to lose. That's it. This would be one of the great collapses in the history. Now, now, now. Dude, what are you talking You're about? Going man? negative. We're there barely halfway through the season. Come on. What do you mean we're barely we're, halfway We're not even at playoffs yet. Playoffs. Come playoffs. on. Playoffs. We're, we're two thirds through the season. 
Oh, man, but listen to the naysaying. Stop, stop. Come right. on. 209, Bad Brad. Tell Bring him. It home, buddy. Bring it home, buddy. There but you yeah. go. There you go. I'm up to 48th <laughs> is really what we're talking about. That's what everybody wants to talk about, whereas Bobby is down to 53rd. Plumbing. <laughs> Derail right in front of me, my next victim. Derail did did you feel that, Bobby? I mean, yeah. slice. There yeah, it was. I can remember <laughs> when you 300 points, you actually... You knew you had came up in the ladder somewhat. Yeah. Now you, it takes 300 just to stay even. It's crazy. With it's good luck. It really is crazy. But we'll we'll uh, we'll work it out. We'll keep playing. And everybody just keep setting your teams. And during this segment, I'm proud to say that I set my team for this coming week. It's a new tradition. <laughs> was, so, it, was it difficult? Yeah, it's difficult. No, I'm just, you know. I'm this week? What, Michigan? <sighs> Michigan. Michigan. Come on. There's a brand. Just pick it. I tried that on Monday before, but I, I, I put somebody in that ended up not racing for the week. For the week, so lost some points there. Yikes! What once was the most difficult league in all the world is kind of the, <laughs> the wheels are coming off a little bit. But hey, it's it it's very difficult now. It is what it is. All right, let's move over to Formula One, where I was able to check out some of the action. Uh, I was stunned to see Leclerc up in third. He was able to bring home the podium, which is, uh, you know, good stuff. But uh, Mad Max, man, the guy is just unbelievable. The guy is a dominant force and continues to just run roughshod over the category. And I've been reading, reading multiple stories about Fans checking out, ratings going down. This is something that the American audience, like this is a turnoff to the American audience, but what do you do? I had a nice heated argument with several people out there. Uh, I recall last week, Troy talking about <laughs> what his- Every his, week, man. Troy attacks <laughs> for loving F1, man. Yeah, he really loves F1. I mean, if you didn't get it, if you didn't feel it last week, there was passion behind it's, his love for f1 yes but this is a new level of dominance that we're experiencing now it's possible well, it's that a record breaking no yes. one had no one team had won the 12 first races to start a season and you know i'll even go as far back they have won 13 races in a row if you go back to last season and but it's it, it, so it's it is record breaking. It's not quite record wins for Max yet, but even then, I believe what that's now seven in a row, and so he's he's getting up there. Yeah, it, it's it does. I mean, the only thing that can stop them is the summer break. So what, <laughs> to right. be honest here, so what we're gonna come do? back and we're going to Van uh, Zandvoort, and he's gonna go kick ass in his hometown. And so, what do you do? Maybe. Yeah, now, they well, change the regs, man. Hope change the regs. Hope Springs Eternal. You cannot change the regs in the middle of the season. That's what those the Concord agreements are for. They lock them in. <laughs> it's not like anything else that we're familiar with, where a individual race promoter, NHRA or NASCAR, can say, "Yeah, this is bad for business." Ten pounds. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is, this is bad for business. Come on, come on. You complain come a little, on. and then you get you get some more downforce. They let you, you know. Come on, our, our, our manufacturer has a disadvantage. Clearly, we got to do something. This is the downside <laughs> to true competition. This is the no, downside. no. It's not true no. competition. You know what? This is the Domination. real downside too. It's the cost cap is really it because. 
Ferrari and Mercedes can't just throw unlimited funds at changing the car after a few weeks of seeing that they that they built a garbage car in the offseason and that they went all in on like just like the Yankees on the same crap different you know expecting a different result. You know, like you can't just say, "Oh, we're gonna stay the course, stay the course, stay the course," and expect something different to happen. Yeah, but Red Bull, if there was no cost cap, they probably would just do more of this. The gap could be bigger, for all we know. Like maybe they got a ton of money. I don't know. Everywhere I look, I see someone holding a can of Red Bull. They got a ton of money that they could be spending too. Yeah, I don't doubt that they do either. But uh, again, yeah. they once you know they're not just they found something right, so they're going to be working on this and trying to improve it. That's fine. But the other teams would be able to scrap their junk and just start you know like from fresh, get back it you know just build a new car. Yeah, because obviously you know because they've done that before. You know you see oh crap it didn't work. Let's just build a new car. Well, they can't do that anymore. No. <laughs> and so no, that's part of it too. And, 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 but no, you're right. Uh, look, I, I watch because the races are, you know, first of all, I enjoy them because it's two hours, you know, quick hit. And even watching Max dominate, at least, you know, it's fun. There's stuff going on in the background. And there's, you know, uh, even though Troy says there's no passing, there's lots of passing well, from he's second wrong place about back. He's in, in, in the back. Yeah. There's to tons of, to the, of right. and it, it's not really, it's not in the back necessarily. It's just going on way behind the leader because, you know, the leader checks out. Guy's got a 20 second lead every, every week over his own teammate. So, you know, I don't know. That tells you it right there, like over his own teammate, best driver, best car. Well, but they also give him the best pit stops. I mean, they if you look at the average, mistake. if you look at the average pit stops, they never mess up when it comes to Max. Monica, I know you're on and I get it, Max. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but just saying, they never, I know I'm hating on Max, but you I can't, are. I'm like, I watched the pit stops. I'm like, wait a minute. Fastest all pit right. stop. It's Fastest too, pit it's, stop. I don't, first of all, I don't necessarily <laughs> concur with this a, a statement. On. Because, look, man, <laughs> they, they could stop him for 10 seconds and, you know, and it wouldn't matter. He would just go back out there and weave his way through the field. Well, I know that. It. I know he, that. He but... qualifies first. They have a five-grid place penalty. He starts six. And, you know, by what was it? 15, 17 laps. I he know. his own teammate you know. and blew his doors off. He, yeah, but then, he, went then there was... uh, he went by Checo like he was standing still. I like, know. And then really it was also like... the part where the Ferrari, I think it was saying, it's like, let's stay in the middle and give him the shot. Just pick your side, Max. Just pick it. <laughs> Just pick it. And <laughs> right. we're going to stick in the middle for you. We're going to make but... it real easy for you. Like, Seriously, but what, if come he had, on. what is Charles gonna do? He's he's got nothing for him. nothing. But T cut, come on, give him a little bit of a battle, a little bit. Yeah, just kill funny. me. They know there, there's no point. <laughs> That's another aspect of it is their spine is broken. <laughs> but by the way, Max, you know, look, the guy is the best driver. He deserves credit for that. He he he, he, he is. is. No, he is. That's what I'm saying. This is real competition. This is pure, unadulterated, unmolested competition. And this guy is just crushing everybody, and they're just letting it happen. And it says like the sanctioning yeah. body doesn't come in. There's no weight. There's no artificial anything. It's just a total uh, bludgeoning, and it just is continuing. And the American audience is is, from what I understand, checking oh. out. That the are they? people aren't I well, for last week. Did they uh, check out last week? I know they checked out for hungry. That they're checking out on a regular basis. And even me, oh. I'm like myself checking out. No, no, no. You're you're not checking out. You're working. If I you were working. home, you'd be watching. You, you, exactly. Don't I'm even. Watching. 
while at work. You know, come Pete, on. Yeah, for, you don't know who Pete is, but Pete who works for Fox, Pete had it up on his computer and we were watching, you know, like watching. I'm like, oh, okay, what's happening? What's happening? Max is leading by 30 seconds. Oh, okay, what's happening behind that? Well, Checo's behind him by like uh, 30 seconds and then Leclerc's in third. I was like, yay, Leclerc, how far back? Eight seconds. It's like, okay, <laughs> well, go Ferrari. Wah, wah, wah. Go, go. I'm not crapping wah. on a podium. I'm very happy at it. Very oh, happy, I know. but I really want to hear the anthem. It's just killing me that we're not hearing the anthem. I did not renew my tickets, <laughs> Giovanni. I did not renew my tickets for Formula One. Oh, no nope. Did do it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. principal, principal. I hear it. It's not oh. just principal, it's uh, I have other things that I have to spend large sums of money on. I've got this army of cats all of a sudden. I've got this army of cats, and they're all going to get neutered and fixed tomorrow. Oh, what? Yep, mm. tomorrow's the big day. Bringing the cats. <laughs> Spain. Wait, 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 wait. It's a group. It's a group. <laughs> He's getting way to get it over bring with. it on all of them. <laughs> Gonna ask for a group discount. I am. Woo! Let's get it on. <laughs> or shut it down. Now, I'm not yeah. sure. Maybe it's the wrong choice of words. Yeah. yeah. Get, uh, Ice water. I would say it's the opposite of let's get it on. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. More. No okay. more cats. No more. <laughs> Yeah, but you got the wild childs. I love it. That one where he's like, ah. Yeah, they 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 are amazing. It's an amazing. Did experience. they attack you? Like where are they at? I don't no, see. No, they're locked yet. out this time. I learn. Mm. I learn. Okay, don't let the cats in during the show, especially the nitro show. You guys, it doesn't matter because you don't care. But you know, last week when <laughs> no, I, we laughed. I start seeing Bobby wires. And I like... Wires are moving. <laughs> look down. They're dark. You can't see them. Um. Yeah. No. But tomorrow's a big day in Catland over here. So uh -oh. there's that. Uh -oh. How many satellite dishes? Four? <laughs> satellite dishes. Oh, I don't know. I don't think they're going to have that. They, the mom didn't have that. Monica, Megan, help me out here. Yeah, no, well, we never mom was that. older. You we don't do kittens. that in Florida. Really? Those were kitties oh locked out all at once. Yikes. Yeah, everybody. You don't have the. <laughs> <Cone>. <laughs> Max came in for tires for fastest lap against the wishes of his team a few weeks ago. He's just too fast. Yeah, no, I remember that. Nah, I'm coming in. And I, I remember it vividly because I was screaming at the TV. That was like the last big emotional moment of the year. Fall off the jack. Come on, racing gods. Make him pay. Racing gods, make him pay. This is it. This is your chance to get him. Yeah. And he uh, zoom, right fastest lap. Yeah, no. Well, he wanted to do it again this week, but they told they advised him against it. Yeah, but he still had fast slap, I thought. I thought he ended up, because, like, I, I got no, all excited. Magnuson had, had it for a while. Oh, did he? Oh, cool. Yeah, Lewis came in and and uh, and got that. that and He had the pit stop ahead of, I guess, who was it? Maybe Alonzo or whoever came in behind him. But, yeah, the top four guys were clearly way ahead of everybody else because of of the, the way the strategy played out. That Max wins the race. Sergio Perez second. Charles Leclerc third. Lewis was fourth. Fernando fifth. George Russell six. Remember when George Russell was going to make Lewis retire? All that discussion in the first couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. How far did that go? They were trying to drive <laughs> Lewis out of the sport. That's crazy, by the way. But that that was happening. Nobody talks about it. Lando seventh. Esteban Ocon eighth. Lance Stroll ninth. And uh, Yuki Tsunoda rounding out the top ten. Pierre Gasly, Valtteri Bottas, Joe Grand Yu, Albon, Magnussen fifteenth. Hey, there you go, Haas. Come on, Haas. Get up there. Ricardo, 16th. What's the, you know, Logan Sargent, Nico Hulkenberg, Carlos Sainz, and 
Oscar Piazza. Now, Ricardo hasn't been, you know, I don't know. I guess people thought he was going to come in and come top 10, but no, no, not yet. Actually, you know, it was uh, really one of the, the, the most exciting parts of, of Spa was at the beginning. I don't know if any of you all saw the spectacle of the national anthem. And that was like all very flamboyant. And and uh, and I think that was one of the, the most exciting parts of the race, actually, because after that, Max really just checked out. I missed that part. I, missed, I didn't How see I it. That? No. Yeah, you'd have to I see. I think I remember the, from last year that it's a big thing. I think I remember from last year. I have to go back and see it. Looking at the Constructors' Championship, the Drivers' Championship, we need not discuss. The Constructors' Championship, on the other hand, so Red Bull has got 503 points. Mercedes got 247. So really being doubled up is what's happening. Red Bull has doubled the points total, and then some, of Mercedes, which is crazy. The battle, oh. the battle is for third. Aston Martin's got 196, and Ferrari's got 191. That is a big deal. I'm, I don't know how much money we're talking because I don't know the pay structure, but I'm sure it's a lot. Ferrari is in a fight with Aston Martin, and that all of a sudden becomes a little bit interesting if you're Ferrari. Like to finish third in the constructors as opposed to fourth in the constructors. McLaren Mercedes is 103. Uh, you know, Alpine's got 57. And uh, Haas with 11 points is not in the cellar. They're sitting eighth just behind Williams, actually tied with Williams. So they are in a battle as well. So there's some battles in the constructors that should make things uh, interesting for us. Those of us. Let's that, hope. I, I hope. Those of but us summer that, break now, right? Summer break. Yeah. Here we are. Look at this. Different day, different audience. Look who's out there. Sly Cat. He's got his camera enabled. What's up, hey. Sly Cat? How are hey, you? Good evening, guys. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> well, for you guys, it's always late in the evening. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's still... Still work time. It's not not even six o'clock yet. So corporate time stealing weasel. You're on there. You should be working. Where are you again? You're in Arizona. No, California. California. All right. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. Unfortunately, yeah. The Central stays, Valley, though, we're a different it, part. Right. It stays light out there till like nine o'clock. At least in San Francisco, I was struggling. It was like light, light. It just never got dark. It gets light at five a.m. and gets dark at nine p.m. Yeah. You get a lot of yeah. Hey, Joe. There's this thing called darkening curtains you know you pull them across and it helps you oh, out no, I want, shades? I want yeah they're shades yeah I want to and they have them in most hotels no no i leave oh. the window open so i can wake up with the sun oh, yeah it's so overrated make hay with the sun is shining man you gotta get up you gotta do you know gotta do and do things yeah. megan says you keep points uh i don't need to hear that anthem any more than i already do <laughs> yeah, talking. There you go. Cool. Um, what else, Gio? Any final thoughts on Formula One? Uh, no, I guess the welcome summer break. We'll see what happens when they go back to Netherlands. Yeah, but see, they're not even allowed to do anything to the cars. No, for three weeks. Yeah, August 27th. They're on holiday. And then we'll uh, bring it home on the season. So I always wondered... I always wondered, like, do they really not do anything on the cars? But from what I understand, they really don't. Holiday is a big thing over there. Just saying. I mean, it's maybe. Yeah, it's it's they take holiday much more seriously than we do here in the States. See, if it was the United States of America, Monica says that the sprint race was good. I didn't see that. Thank you, Megan, for uh, throwing that out there. The um, 
the Americanized rule should be that if you lead the points in constructors by more than twice your nearest opponent, then you have to take the summer break off, but they can keep working. <laughs> That's all. You, you know, like, you and would it make any difference is the question. Probably not. Max, Oscar, and Pierre uh, for the podium in the sprint race. Would it make a difference? Sue, did you do any racing? What did you do this past weekend? We just did some testing this weekend. So, right. well, I, I, I will call it testing because the rain came on Saturday. So um, we're uh, working on some things with the uh, with the red car, switching it over. and um, But unfortunately, the rain came, so we didn't get to fully prove it out. But I will say initial looks good. Good. And, well, you know, you know yeah, racing gasoline, right? If you're going to be a fuel factory, you should use fuel. We're, yeah, that's right. We are. We are. Well, but it's also going to be more consistent on the stop. So, yeah, we're, we're uh, converting to F12, uh, fuel factory F12 for the uh, 68 Camaro. So it is a small block. And uh, like I said, initial looks good. And um, hopefully this weekend, the weather will cooperate and we'll get to really prove it out and I may be battling Dave for the seat. Wow. <laughs> where, where? I mean, it looks really nice. It, it, the thing just goes whoosh, out of the, it, this launch is so nice with the, uh, with it on racing. Yes. So we'll see. Awesome. Where are you going to go race? I think we're headed back to Greer. Okay. We, we have choices this weekend to go, but I, I think we're going to head back to Greer. So, uh, um, you know, it's, uh, they, they had their program going and uh, they had the rain out this week. So we went ahead back there. Nice. And, uh, nice. Do a couple, couple tweaks. You know, we looked at the data and said, Oh, let's chip it up here. Do this, do that. And send her back out. And who knows, maybe I'll bring my racing helmet and uniform with me this weekend. Cause you know, Dave actually was like, Oh, maybe I can get you to get some hits this weekend. And there I you said, go. Fight him. In, fight him too. In, get the seat. In what fire suit? <laughs> Yeah, so, but yeah, we we, I, we you may see us battling at the trailer. If you do, it's because who's jumping in that seat? <laughs> right, right. So, Derek no, is down good. there. Derek says, "Surely y'all have heard about Wild Horse Pass. Our Redline Race Bay in Caddo Mills was shut down. It was uh, being operated by a successful entrepreneur, and uh, the landowner ended up selling the land out from underneath him to a truck stop." and uh, nullified the lease. So saddening. At least they get to keep theirs. Yeah, so far. Uh, Monica says that her money's on you, Sue, which is good stuff. Yeah, I heard about Wild Horse Pass right after I talked to Reinhardt about it today with uh, Gage Herrera was on the show. If you guys didn't hear it, it was pretty cool. Gage sweeps the Western Swing. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the drag races over the past couple of weeks. But there is a story out there that Brian Loans shared in a positive way that uh, suggests that this Radford School has taken over the management of the facility wild horse pass motorsports park. And in their verbiage, it appears that they're going to keep the drag strip and that maybe there'll be a race next year. And that's so what I, that's what I thought I read is that it was going to stay open. Yeah. But I, you know, like I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. And uh, Bobby Bennett from competition plus had a nice like bucket of ice water to throw on it where uh, I got, I got a bunch of texts. <laughs> 
I got a bunch of texts from people like Bobby, you know, way to throw the ice water. Oh. In well, just because it's reopening doesn't necessarily mean there's going to be an NHRA race there. All you folks. Uh, whereas the headline could have been like, don't get your hopes up, <laughs> but uh, we'll see. We'll see. My hopes are up, Bobby. I'm sorry. Oh, my hopes Bobby are up. Bennett. Come on, man. That's where I met Sly We got to get our hopes up. I come think on. That's where I met Sly Cat down there in Arizona, right? No, no. At uh, nope. Winter that Nationals. Joe? That's incorrect, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for two, man. Story, Why do you man. keep wanting this guy to be from Arizona, man? I don't know. I had uh, that's, but they're connected. I thought that I met him in Arizona. I guess not. No, no. It's the only other part of my family that lives there. That's it. <laughs> Our family keeps drinking, and that's the only ones from Arizona. So <laughs> coming in hot. Look at that. Our family keeps drinking. But yeah, let's hope it's real. Let's hope Wild Horse Pass can come back. It'll make those last race T-shirts from last year like very valuable. <laughs> I didn't even buy one. I'm so disappointed. Like that would have been that would have been an ultimate collector's item. The last race that wasn't the last race. I don't care. I'm all I'm all for it. Any uh, given. I hope they I hope they keep it open because I mean you know you think about all the Southern California racers, especially the you know Division Seven, all that. I mean they. I mean, I mean. Las Vegas shuts down, you know, I mean, we we're we all have to drive up division six to get any races in. I mean, it's just, there's nothing. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yep. Well, with uh Heartland Motorsports uh, park now kind of going down, which I said earlier today, and I'll say again, you know, it's not, it's not good, but at least they're building a track and they're pouring concrete and we're seeing the concrete go down and they've got a plan and a somehow commitment from NHRA to have an event there, like a national event. So we'll retain the market. And in many ways, it could potentially be better because it's so much closer to the major media hub that is Kansas City, as opposed to out there in Topeka, hour away. Arizona, to lose that market, a Super Bowl-worthy market, that's tough. That's tough. Like, where else do we race? that they can also hold the Super Bowl. Like, I don't know. Southern California, Pomona, Vegas, Arizona, San Francisco, Sonoma, you know. Seattle is a big market. The track isn't a big track, though. Could be. Yeah, a good crowd, though. Saturday, we had a really good crowd. Sunday, good. Friday, abysmal. It was like an abomination there was more people in the audience right now than they were at the track what yeah. really yeah <laughs> friday was friday in my opinion i don't know someone else might tell you different but friday was only one qualifying session and the fans oh, talked well. to fans that told me that they they told me like dude if there's one qualifying session i'm just going to go to the day with the two qualifying sessions yeah do it. i mean sonoma had it i mean they got they got the Cream and Kremlin Crime. I mean, when you look at it with the four qualifying sessions, I thought was great. So there was a moment they, they didn't let they didn't let the sportsman classes didn't run on Thursday and Friday. Where at uh Seattle? Yeah. On Friday they did, but not Friday. Believe it or not, that's not enough to it, pull a lot of race fans. It's out not like the Gators. I mean, I, I will tell you I've not seen 
anything like Gainesville and the Gators. I mean, they they come streaming in on Thursday on yeah. the Gators when the sportsmen are running. And it's only the sportsmen. I mean, it's 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 breathtaking from my perspective. I mean, the first time we saw it, it was like we stepped back and we're like, oh my goodness, all of these people are here to see the sportsmen run. And it's only sportsmen that they're seeing. I mean, because the pros are maybe setting up, finishing setup, but you don't really see them. And uh, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know, Joe. I mean, you would know better than us because you go to all the tracks. I mean, is there any other place that draws in the crowd like Gainesville on a Thursday? No. When it's just sportsmen? No. Best Thursday and best Friday. Yeah. And, and I like, you know, I don't even need the numbers. We, Gainesville has got to be the best Friday on the entire tour and the best Thursday. But remember, you're in a state that is the third most populous state full of a bunch of retirees. They got nothing to do in the, the end of winter. Right. So people are like desperate to get the hell out of wherever they are and come down to do something. And that's why it's a, it's they're desperate. Let us out of here. Wait a minute. I've seen kids from school. I mean, I've seen people at all ages. You're just putting it all on the retirees. Come well, on now. Don't sell these, it short. All of these things. I'm you're selling it short by attacking the poor retirees. There's money. Can you take your grandkids with you? Well, yes. 12 and under. Sure you can. They're free. Gainesville is always packed. And that's Don't blame the grandparents. It's the parents. Parents Some... send them with their grandparents. <laughs> Somebody said to me that we should switch back to Pomona starting the schedule. And I, I had to say that I respectfully disagree because Gainesville is such a blockbuster event. It's huge. It's one of the biggest events of the entire year. And for all I know, maybe the biggest. In fact... I recommended, and I think we should expand Gainesville to start on Wednesday. No. Yeah. I gotta no, I have to play golf on Wednesday. No, well, that'll just move back a day early. You'll play golf on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the US National that, starts that, on that Wednesday. That doesn't serve Sue's schedule, man. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. It, but it's like, not just mine. It's draw. Racing Association play. of Women. They'll Come play on. Tournament on Tuesday. Racing will start on Wednesday. And we'll go Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and Sunday. And it'll be one day shorter than the U.S. Nationals, which goes to Monday. You know, it doesn't have to be quite that. No, no, no. I think they need to put a big money bracket race in between the divisional and the national, kind of like... But I know that wouldn't work. We'd have to swap around the baby gators and the gators for like worldwide technology. Too many races at one That's time. That's coming from the greedy sportsman person that wants to see more sportsmen. Yeah, <laughs> my gosh. But if I take you back to yourself in March, you were exhausted because you did no. Orlando and you did no. Gainesville and the baby oh, gators. Oh wait, wait, no, it was like, it was cold. So no, it was it was cold. We were trying to get the racing in. I don't want to hear it. No. That's what she bought all that coffee to keep her going. That's right. I had my Rodex keeping me going, darn That's it. Right. I had my Rodex going all year round. Wait till you see me at Texas. I can't wait. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We at Texas. And I've got big <laughs> announcements for everybody uh, who is in the WFO universe. And I'll be telling all my ignition people as soon as I know about. 
tickets to the Stampede of Speed, much like we did last year. Like you can get some free tickets to everything that's happening, like Monday, Tuesday kind of stuff, like all the, you know, the non NHRA fall national stuff. And so if you're planning on going to the Patreon meetup down there, Sue and Dave have confirmed that they're going to be racing. So that's going to be great. We're Bobby going to have our Bobby Graham autograph. We are at the back of We're the gonna have it. Bobby, you better be limbering up, buddy. Cause yeah. Get a stand. We're, we're going to have the hero <laughs> cards. Come on. Just... Man. Man. We should really. <laughs> Not <do>. again. <laughs> Sue, you want to go and, and on Bobby Graham hero cards? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, let's make let's it happen. It. Let's do it. Steve Brenwald will design the Bobby Graham hero card. Yep. Out of let's get it done. Out of, out of this image right here. <laughs> that one. You got to move the, the. It's going too far. <laughs> Come on. It's going to be the big autograph session. Stamp. He'll have a stamp or put an X. Who the hell is that guy? No, they're gonna know. Come In on, this, this audience people would love it. That's what, dude, that's what they said the first time Joe announced it at the track. Yeah, I, Joe I announced that the, the Bobby Graham autograph <laughs> session will be going on. Like, who is that? <laughs> we are setting it up, Bobby. It's that's happening. The comedy of it is that most people said, "Who's that?" But some people go, "Oh, cool, whoever that is." Bobby Graham. <laughs> Hey, I already, Derek already last week told me he has a security shirt ready because he's going to be part of Bobby's security team as he's, you know, keeping off the fans, mm -hmm. keeping them, hey, stay in that line, Very stay in exciting. line. Very exciting. <laughs> All right. Any thoughts on uh, Sonoma, Sue, fans of drag racing before we move on to sports collision? Oh, man, Sonoma. Well, you know, I love the fact that you got Alex Laughlin in the lane. Ah, um, you guys saw that. You guys were watching that Alex Hoffman interview. Yeah. Dude, oh, yeah. He gave me the deets, man. He gave you the yeah. deets way back. Way back. Five-year-old beef. Five-year-old yeah. beef. He didn't have Five-year-old beef, but he actually gave JR the option to come up and work it out, like yes. at Pomona. Yes. And apparently chose not to. So I felt like... <laughs> So they sent me into the lanes a bunch of times. I think everybody knows that we had oil downs and it was very difficult. It was a very difficult weekend on the safety Okay. Part. I have a question. Yes. Was it transmission fluid or was it oil? It was Dave and I thought it was transmission fluid. It was. Okay. From the top drag star. I mean, I felt bad. Yes. So bad for the guy. I mean, because it launched and all you saw was just spray. I didn't see it. I didn't oh, see we, it. We, 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 no uh, diaper on it? It's a transmission. You're not going to have a diaper there. You're just not. Oh. That, that's, no. Mm -mm. And I mean, it looked like it It looked like it split the case and just went. Ouch. I mean, it, a disaster. Oh, a total it was, disaster. It was horrible. It was like when that yeah. deep water horizon hole in the bottom of the Gulf of Mexico. And it was like, ten, you know, three weeks in and even Giovanni doesn't care about anything was getting stressed <laughs> up on the news, the oil just coming out. He's like, why can't they plug it up? It was that people were upset at this guy. Put your finger in the dice. It wasn't his fault. I mean, it's not, not. like he knew. I mean, nope. and I really felt for him because I'm like, Oh, that so sucks. Two and... grand at least, you know? Oh, Oh, yeah. easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Ugh. And he's, he, but, and he just like, I hate to say it, but he destroyed the weekend for everybody. 
<laughs> well, I heard I heard later the pros were beating him like this guy. Uh, and I was like, oh, come on, give him a break. His stuff broke. You guys break all the time. They sent me in to talk to Alan Johnson on Fox, right? So working on the uh -oh. Fox deal is the thing. Mm. Go find out what he thinks about the layout. Oh, gosh, okay, here we go. Hey, what's up, Alan? So they want me to ask you what you think about the track. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> turns, whips around in his rotating office chair, and he goes, let me ask you, how many quarts of transmission oil or transmission fluid does a typical car like that hold? And I said, 10, 12. And he said between eight and 10, eight, depending on yeah. the cooler. And he goes, there's your answer. And so I was like, what about the left lane? Left lane's been kind of crappy too. And so he's like, <laughs> he, had an, he had an answer. I had to come back at him. He had an answer about, there's a bunch of answers. Like Dean Antonelli told me that during that period, like the left lane wasn't getting utilized. And so it got cold. And it's not good when a lane gets cold. And, and he, he, Dean told me they should have run top dragster back on the on the, the lanes and it would have kind of warmed him up. And there was just a bunch of frustration. Yeah, but it was like an hour and a half cleanup. I mean, what do you, you had to get back to the pros. I, I, I'm sure I, it had to have been. And there is a absolute hard curfew at oh, the track. Like, okay. They will not let you go one second over. Like one sec. Here's John Forrest going for the number one qualifier. Ten o'clock. Shut him down. That's they will not let it go. It is a hard curfew, and so it was a tough deal. We missed out on the first three hundred to the eighth mile. Maybe we missed out on the first two three hundred and forty mile per hour run. Maybe like we don't. Maybe know. I don't. I you know I'm not fully convinced on that. It they were still been, only getting. It would have been better than it was, but it was nobody's fault, and there's racing. Simple. I just, it's one of those things that happens, you know, breakage happens. And again, I mean, like we don't have, nobody has transmission diapers. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's all well, under the engine. The so. Alex Laughlin thing, my opinion, uh, it should, it should be over now. It should be over. Should be. And I think that, you know, JR wins the round, right? Like J JR got in a little like the JR world. won the race. Come that's on. What, that's what He's I mean. He finally if, got back on the winners. If winners, it was a fight Michael. between him and, and Alex Laughlin, like, okay, JR wins this. Move on. Because there's nothing Alex can do to fight back. Like Alex, JR. It all depends. It, it all and, depends, right? I mean, if there's a little bit of bullying going on. Oh, I'm just saying that. Listen, they gave, I mean, they if gave, there is, I'm just saying if there is, I don't know that there is, but let's see how it transpires. I don't think there is. I think JR doesn't give a rat's ass about any of that stuff, in my opinion. Well, we'll find or, out when the mic goes up against him and, and what he says, because that's well, always on the when show it comes tomorrow. out. He's coming on oh, the show really? tomorrow. Yes. All right. And, oh, listen set my clock. What time? What I was time? surprised he was coming on what the show. Time? One o'clock. Justin right. Ashley first, Jr. second, and I'm just be prepared. I'm not going to ask him about it because I think I it's, know, but it's not. I'm not. Everybody, set your all. timer. Come on, 1 p.m. Let's go. I'm not. Jr. Well, Justin, say, here we go. Didn't, didn't Alex say it was kind of payback for something that happened five or six years ago? Years five. Ago. Did he yeah, doesn't years forget. Ago. Look, so yeah. he, but, but they, do you think but he's they talked let it about go? it at he? said to him at Pomona, come up, let's talk about it like men. You know, like that's the thing. It's like I don't even have to deal with any of this. Like who 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 are you? Uh, uh and, I and I think that's where we're at. I think JR when when Amanda tried to like get to the bottom of it, JR just blew it off 
talked about the team, talked about racing, and then went out and won the race. Well, that's good. I mean, it's kind of over at, the, at that point. I at think. the end of, of the day, DHL that team got a lot of exposure out of that whole beef, which I think is a good thing. Take it for what you want, because even during the Wilkerson interview the week before, yes. If if you go back and watch the NHRA interview at the top of the, you know, at the end of the track, you'll see them interviewing. And to be honest, they turned the camera and the whole time they were interviewing Wilkerson, you could see the DHL car in the background. So it gave, it gave publicity to the DHL. It was something. So at the end of the day, it's all good. It's it's all good. It's good stuff for the sport. The sport needs a little bit of energy, a little bit of back and forth, you know, because trust me, we all want to tear each other's face off when we get up against the line. Just saying, right? And a lot of people will actually know what color the car is now. That's right. And, and to be honest, Joe, just imagine you and I running Super Street. Yep. When we're getting ready to go up, go up against the line. Oh man, the trash talking we're gonna do. Look I'm out! Not trash talk you, Sue. I will. Yes, I'm you will. It no, I will. Not. I will yes, you will. Respectful. Until after I until after I beat you, and then oh, and look out! Then you hear, and then you'll hear the crash talk. I will be very oh. frustratingly respectful until after the result, and then that's when oh, the Project Pontiac. Come on, Here bring go. it on! There and it this, is. This was today. This was today. Got the uh, engine mounts in in place over there at Rick Daddy's. Got a block. It was a big pain in the butt. Project Pontiac. We right before hey, I went. It's to, a good pain in the butt. It is Stop a good that. pain in the butt. But right before I went to Seattle, uh, Rick, my friend, who is doing the uh, motor plate, mid plate, and basic chassis work that we need done, we're gonna put some down bars in this thing. The car's been flexing too much, which has been causing the problems with the blocks. So he's like, you know, you should really get that thing to me before you go to Seattle. And I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. So it was a nightmare. So I had to moved the trailer for the first time in two years and got some friends. You may recall, I asked Giovanni to come over and help me roll it into the trailer, but uh, clearly that was a joke. He did not. And so um, I got had a front. I would not ask Giovanni to drive 40 minutes North. <laughs> I did not ask him. So before you guys say, Gio, you're a bad friend. He was never even asked. I just referenced it on the show. And I noticed what, he, you wouldn't do that. Gio. No, he did not. Yes, he would. Yes, he yeah, would. He he would. would. This happened you during even, the day. You while didn't he was even ask him. He no. would have. Yes, he would have. Now it was not the right time. I figured I'd do it. So my <laughs> friend Robert came over and we were going to do it. I backed up the trailer into the driveway after a whole ton of problems. We roll the car into the trailer. We're like rolling it up on the ramp of the back door. And just as we're getting out there, man, the door collapsed. Bam, comes crashing down like six inches and the car is dangling on this, uh, the rear of the trailer. So we backed it off immediately. And I was like, Oh my gosh, the trailer is the door is like rusted off. The total disaster. We're lucky we didn't tear the bumper off the car or some sort of horrible thing. Like if it came down at just the right moment, it would have hung the nose of the car up on the front of the trailer, but we didn't. So we backed it down and we thought about it and we said, let's just put a floor jack under that thing. And so we did. We put a floor jack under it. We rolled it up in there. I brought it to Rick Daddy's, put the floor jack under, rolled it out, and this guy went to work. I was like, awesome. So now I'm in Seattle, and he's like, hey, man, this engine, which we did go and pick up an engine from a friend. It was supposed to be like a dummy block to just measure 
as you guys can see in this photograph, those of you that are audio only, we're figuring out where to put this motor plate in. We just put it on the stock mounts and then bolt the plate to the engine and then it's all ready to go. So, well, I guess we had the wrong year Pontiac engine. We had an early year mount, whereas this is a late engine mount. And so he put it in, it didn't work. It's like, oh gosh. So I'm at Seattle or wherever the heck I was, like texting everybody I know about getting a block. Fortunately, I had a couple of volunteers. Thank you, Ted Oscandy, whose block we didn't use. Thank you, Keith Wilson from Wilson Manifolds, whose block we did use. And so Rick goes and gets the block. He's driving all over South Florida. He's dropping off all kinds of stuff, et cetera, and so on. And we have, I uh, went over to the or today and we got it in there. And so Project Pontiac has advanced the ball, baby. And that's, uh, that's a good deal. So yes, Sue, maybe sometime soon, we will be racing side by side in Super Street. All right. I can't wait. It's oh, man. Be. It's going to be exciting. Uh, 2027. Oh, the track talking. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. Anything else drag racing related that you want to put out there other than, you know, JR1 and Justin Ashley leaving with wheel stands is amazing. And uh, anything else? Derek says, did anyone else notice last week, Seattle, when Alex and JR came out during the driver intros, that Alex was dancing all over the place? I'm thinking they probably talked about it before. Uh, going out, and that's when Alex fully took on the clown act. Didn't notice that. Didn't notice that. Mm -mm. The thing about it is this. You know, until Alex, like, like JR is a champion and with Coletta Motorsports, like, and now they're winning races again, or winning race, that car over there's got to go down the racetrack for Alex. Otherwise, he's just, you know, peeing into the wind. There's no point. Yeah, no, I, I mean, you know, I think it's, I, I, it seems like they're getting on the verge, and, and I hope they get that car. I hope the Jim Dunn Racing gets gets that thing starting to be more competitive. I mean, they they had a shot, but hey, there's that Super Street car. Yep. Um, you know, I, I again ho hope that that uh that comes around, and and I don't, you know, disagree, but hey. I think a little bit of fire, I think adds a little bit of drama, brings people to the track. I think it's all a good thing. Um, you know, a little bit of battle, a little bit of feistiness isn't a bad thing. So, um, but the competition overall, once again, you had another national event outside of my heart goes out to Matt Smith. I can't believe it. Two weeks and two national events in a row. Hope they can figure that out. Um, that he didn't get a chance to get that. I realize the, the first one in, in uh, Seattle wasn't during the finals, but still being there and not being able to start to bike. Ugh, I mean, ugh, just terrible. No, well, horrible. that was the race. So that was the race everybody wanted to see. They wanted yeah. to see Gage versus Matt. They were one and two qualifier. Gage was going to call out Matt. He didn't call out Matt. Instead, they orchestrated the all Denzo first round in the call out. That had Matt and Angie definitely out of their comfort zone. Then Matt loses to Angie. And that interview he gave on the top end of the racetrack had a lot of people feeling uncomfortable. Um, that's just what I have been told from a lot of people that they didn't like. They didn't feel like Matt was, you know, Matt hates to lose, even if it's to his wife. Simple as that. Like he hated oh. it. Oh, he yeah. Hated it. And he yeah. said something about she guessed at the light or something, you know, like people didn't receive that in the best possible way. And so hey, finally at the end, she was going after it. Yeah. Right. Uh, like, well, you know, exactly. She, you know, she beat him fair and square. She ran an 80. Yeah. Um, 
But at the end of the weekend, here you go. You got Gage and you got Matt lined up and we don't get to see the race. That's a bit of a bummer. All right. Some other storylines I want to throw out there. This guy. Kevin. Kevin going Luttrell. back. Oh, man. The guy's going WFL. He went to his first race ever in Denver and then went to his second race ever two weeks later in Sonoma and has already renewed his tickets for 2024. So that's it. He's hooked. He gets like, ah, drag racing is cool. I'll listen to it. Okay. What did he pick? Did he pick the tumbler or did he pick the bag? That is a great question. <laughs> I just want to know. What would you pick, Sue? Uh, you know, I thought that tumbler was pretty good. I'd myself. go with the tumbler after having I, I really, I almost texted you and said, can you get one of those extra tumblers? If you sneak. Oh one my gosh. Me. Yeah. I, I got a bunch did. of tumblers around here. Um, <sighs> I think I, it looked like a good one. Just saying. It I was okay. could be wrong. Yeah. yeah. It was a good one. The bag. I've tried those bags. The bag now. No. You can keep the bag. It's not yeah, really yeah. a cooler bag, guys. They, mm -mm. they, it's not really. Like you put ice mm -mm. in it, it soaks uh, right through. <laughs> Still um, gets wet. This oh. guy is Adrian Narlock. You remember him, Giovanni? Nar in our fantasy league like ages ago? Nar? Nar has been with WFO since the very beginnings, man. On XM, Nar was on there, and Nar was out there at the race with his son, which was cool. Guy Fietti was out there, which was very cool, getting a selfie with John Force. That and, was awesome. And he teamed out with Bernstein. We saw you interviewing him on the TV with Bernstein. They showed that yeah. on Fox? Oh, I don't know. Uh, no, I think it was Ernie Jarvis. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was NHRA TV. Too. Well, they showed him and Bernstein on a golf cart together. That was when one that point. was either right after yeah. or right before Joe did the interview because that was yeah, when man. Joe interviewed him. That was a tremendous interview, by the way. Like he gave a lot of information, valuable information. Get the team back together. Get the that band means... back together. Imagine if Guy right. Fietti is out there at the track with a team. And <sighs> uh, that was the genesis right there while they talked about Ted Lasso and had tequila and cigars. But he didn't tell you the whole story, guys. That's for another day. Yes. Catch that, so. Right. Well, he's right. It was. No, no, it's all good. Private, it's all good. private moment. All right, let's move on. Uh, hey, hey, hey. But, but we got to call out um, Dennis Paz. Yes. Who, you know, two finals, super gas, super street. Bizarre cars. Yeah, yeah, like out of the norm, right? And he did end up getting the win. In uh, in super gas, which was pretty cool. So, but they're both like wild. Don't yeah, I, I, like a Willie's um, truck and uh, yeah. what is the other one? The El Camino. The El Camino. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, first off, El Camino, and then the Willie's truck. I'm like, cool, wow, and you know, hats off. I mean, I give him credit, and that was his that was his first national event win. I mean, that was very cool. He Going to two finals. And your first, you had the opportunity and one of the two to make your first national win. Hats off to him. Kudos. That was great. Um, you know, that was just, I, I, again, I, I have to just hats off. Congratulations. He did a fantastic job. Um, just you, even, um, you know, when we were watching the rounds on NHRA TV and, and uh, he did a heck of a job driving that, especially that Willie's truck. I mean, there was a couple of times where I was like, oh, no, ooh, oh, and man, he, he brought it home for the, got the W, which was, which was very, very cool. So, um, you know, that, that's definitely, definitely absolutely worth a, worth a mention. So, Excellent. um, that was the reverse, and, uh, 
reverse throttle stop deal, right? Or something? Yes. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yep. See, I, so I bummed out because I didn't get to call any uh, Lucas Oil action on Sunday. Just uh, running around through the pits uh, doing the Fox job. It's just, uh, you know, you're looking for nuggets of information reporting. So I didn't get to call any of that, but I kept track. I could see the truck was still in. But uh, so a reverse throttle stopper won. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I love yep. it. Yeah. Tim Nicholson won a couple of years ago. And uh, that's that's great. Got to love that. And uh, Parker Theobald getting it done in super comp too was pretty impressive. So uh, especially the, I mean, the, the fields were tough all the way around, but, uh, but yeah, I wanted to call out that too. So um, Monica really says great Tumblr racing for out there. Sure. Monica says Tumblr <laughs> for sure. Um, and so Sue, I like, what about this big, uh, big pro announcement that everybody's talking about? What do you know about that, Sue? Um, I'm excited. I'm excited here in uh, Bradington possibility. Uh announcement yeah. coming very very soon well let's just let them do their announcement right like okay. everybody is excited yeah. what, what is what yeah. are the details i've certainly heard plenty about it but hearing about it and then the actual public announcement about it are two totally different things and Correct. so let's deal with the reality tomorrow but you may remember they had the pro winter warm-up in palm beach and mm -hmm. I would call that the precursor to this, but this is going to be a thousand times better. That's they're, they're going to make it as big as they can. Whereas when they were in West Palm, they did not try to make it as big as they can. It was just a kind of a thing that they put together and it was a bit of an afterthought and they sold some tickets. This is not that this is going to be significant money. And significant, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's going to be, I think, an invitation situation, and there's only going to be X amount of cars that qualify. So there's going to be some people that go into it thinking they have a chance, and then they're not going to have a chance. And then it's going to be a big event, and it's going to happen before the start of the season. And so uh, I like it. I, I mean, let's see how they announce it. But my opinion is just like us 131 this week where gary pritchett is going to be running the nitro ninja against krista baldwin larry dixon and uh and spencer massey there should be more nitro cars running throughout the year mm -hmm. there should be yep. more opportunities that's kind of a problem with the sport well remember back in the day and here's where i'm gonna show my age but back in the day they used to do the match racing right yeah. Wednesday nights, Friday nights, they'd bring them in the nitro cars. And, um, I mean, you know, it, it was, they, they need to do more of that. It's, you gotta keep this, the excitement going. And, um, I can't wait for all the details to come out. Cause I think it's going to just add another level of excitement, but not that I'm rushing the year along because holy crap, this is again, being another great year for NHRA in the competition, but. I think kicking off the season with what's being, you know, what we're hearing that's coming, man, that's going to be a way to kick off the season. It, well, it really is. And the fact that it's in the state of Florida makes me feel happy too. And uh, well, let's just wait for the announcement, which yeah, yeah, is probably yeah. going to be coming oh. out, uh, you know, right. Uh, while uh, many people yeah. are listening to this show and then we'll talk right. about it in full, of right. course. And there's a lot Absolutely. of different angles. There's a lot of different angles. Like a lot of people are wondering, you know, like what's NHRA's reaction going to be to this? And what is the reaction to this? And what is the reaction to that? And what are people going to do? And I don't really know. 
And so we're going to have to just like wait and see. And on that note, let's take it for what it's going to be. Right. It should be a hell of an event. Hopefully. Hopefully. Well, I I used to go to the pro when they had it in Famoso. I mean, that was way back. So that was nine. I mean, I went probably three or four years. I mean, that was, I think one of the first years, that's when Tony Pendergon first got thrown in the seat, you know, yeah. About ground his hand through a bag and (laughs) it was, but yeah. And I mean, but there couldn't have been, 200 people there but it was cool because you were right there you know and well so and you know can bradenton handle nitro cars in an event and and i'm um, you know i'm sure they can but do they have enough seats to make it worthwhile how many seats do, do people are people worried that it's going to hurt the gator nationals which i don't think it will i think if anything it would help them uh if there's such a yeah. thing you just now that's more- that's only going to add to the gators it's only going to add to the excitement to it would be my guess well, we're, we're no. gonna, let's just wait for the announcement to okay. happen and, uh, you know, keep on going with the best back-to-back seasons ever of NHRA drag racing. All right, Giovanni, Sports Collision, go. Ooh, all right, Sports Collision. Today's uh, MLB trade deadline came and went a little earlier this afternoon, and uh, our beloved New York Yankees are terrible, and they weren't even good enough to buy or sell at the trade line. They just decided that they're going to stand pat, I guess, pretty much. And so we'll see. I don't think this team's going anywhere, and it's going to be uh, rough. And what do you mean you don't I think, think they're going it, anywhere? Aren't we in last, tied for battling for last in the division? Well, they're not tied for anything. Yeah, they're battling for last place with the Red Sox. They are a game. They got a, a game lead on last place, so they are actually a game behind the Red Sox. Is really it? But now, I mean, I guess all things considered, it is what it is. They're 55 and 51. They're losing today. So they are still about set to be three games above 500, which is, you know, it's average, man. That's what it is. And the, the Yankees aren't average, and you don't spend $200 million in payroll to be average. And so, uh, I don't know. I think it's a, a failure from, uh, from the top on down, but there's nothing to do. There's not going to be any changes. I was hoping that we would have a season like this where they don't make the playoffs and maybe everything, the, the poop hits the fan and, and maybe it would lead to a change. But I, the more I think about it, they're not going to do anything. Cashman is like a baby Steinbrenner now. and They're not going to fire him. You know, it's, and so what he's not, he's built a crappy team and you know, he's not even smart enough to, to realize they're not doing anything. Sell a bunch of these guys. They're going to be free agents. Be, do what they did in 2016. Bring up, a, you know, Peraza and Cabrera and a couple of more of these rookies and see if they can play and, and do something, go a different route in the offseason. But year after year, the same, you know, bringing back the same guys and and counting on guys that get hurt every year. It's just, I don't know. It just doesn't work out, man. I don't see it. I, I have a question for you. Jill, uh, why are you talking that? Uh, the other day, the Astros were playing a, the Florida team, and the guy was pitching. <laughs> it looked like he was just pitching for everybody to make a home run. The Astros had 16 home runs to on them. What was the – I know there had to be a reason. What yeah, could be well, a reason they, yeah, for they that? were playing Tampa Bay actually, and what happens is Tampa Bay is one of those weird type teams where they're a very low revenue and low payroll and 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 a small market, I guess, for lack of a better term. But uh, they're the smartest team in baseball, 
And they do things a little differently. And they, they have a, a game where they throw what they call a bullpen game. And they don't have a real starter. They just throw a bunch of guys from their bullpen, you know, and they bring a guy out there and hopefully gives them an inning or two. And then, you know, because that's about all they can do. And then bring, they bring four or five guys like that. And they call it a bullpen game. And that day was one of those bullpen games. And they were oh. getting pounded, Bobby. And so the, the, if you look at the score the next day, they beat the Astros like eight to two. And so it's one okay. of those. Yeah. I don't want to say they throw a game every fifth game, but they do throw a bullpen game every, every five to six, uh, fifth to six day. And sometimes I was just that wondering how they could do that. Cause it was, he, the ball couldn't have been going over 40, you know, <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> so you're saying it looked like, it looked like one of the little leaguers out there. I think the little leaguers would pitch it faster. Than well, that. I could tell you that that at my son's age, they throw uh, they throw much harder than forty already. They're throwing close to seventy, I would tell you. But I was just curious about that. I couldn't. That was a new one on me. But no, I know what game you're referring to. They got whooped. It was over the weekend, and and it was their bullpen game, is what it's called, Bob. Okay. But uh, yeah, Tampa Bay. You know, I, I don't. I don't. I, there's nothing bad to say about them other than that they play in a crappy stadium. But uh, maybe one day that'll get resolved. That is a very smart front office. And uh, if they called me to trade somebody, I'm hanging up because they win all the trades. They 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 always take advantage of whoever they trade with. They are they're definitely baseball savants. But a uh, deadline came and went. There was a lot of big motion. The Mets, the team with the biggest payroll, almost 350, 360 million dollar payroll for a for being worse than the Yankees. Well, they decided to sell, and they traded yesterday. They traded uh, Max Scherzer, and today they traded Verlander. So Scherzer went to Texas, and Verlander went back. Oh, well, actually, they both go to Texas now. Verlander goes to Houston, back to where he came from. And uh, all kinds of team-making moves, man. The Orioles made some moves, brought in Flan Flannery well, from uh, St. Louis. Why aren't we getting Verlander and Scherzer? Well, because they're 40 years old and make $40 million each, to, you know, so I don't think those are that's a winning play. But but if the Yankees were in a position where maybe a, a rental like that for the rest of the year would would work, but they're beyond that, man. They're broken. They, they, I'm telling you, man, nothing's going to happen. They, they, they make a lot of money. They play in front of 40,000 every every game. We just witnessed it. I watched the games on the MLB network every day. When they're, you know, like, what's the point of, of changing things? We're just generally good enough. People, yeah. people still go to the games. Yeah, no, I just, dis I disagree, man. They, there's a book that's out about Judge and the big decision for Judge to stay, and the reason Judge stayed is because he wants to win the World Series with the Yankees, of and they basically does, made all but... these promises to him. So you're telling me that they were just lying to him. And that they really have no plan of trying to help Judge win the World Series as a Yankee. And they're just going to stumble bum it. I don't think uh, that they don't want to win. I just think that they clearly don't know how to win. And they're, and they're not willing to throw money at the problem. So well, if you're not going to use the one resource that you have that other teams don't have, or well, just a handful of teams. Have. That's why you get Scherzer and Verlander. And then all of a sudden you're in a different situation overnight. Yeah, but but they're they're not going to do that. They don't do oh, that. Clearly not. Clearly not. That's that's they that's don't do the that. They're not the Dodgers that were out there trying to like wheel and deal and bringing guys. And look, Texas brought brought in a lot of guys. They're making a push. The, even the Orioles went out there and they were buyers at the trade deadline. Now, the Marlins, 
your Florida Marlins are buyers, man. They're making a run. They're tied they for should. the lead in the wild card. Well, they should be buying, though. You have to, and you're making a run. You're making a run. You try to get better. This is it. You get limited opportunities. You're on the stretch run. You gotta, you gotta buy. See, the Yankees should have sold. They should have just blew up the team right here. I'm telling you, well, not blow up because they're they've got a lot of good contracts they can't get rid of. Like right, but, Cole, Judge, but got, no, but but those are the, dude, they're wasting these guys now. Bags it, it, without Cole and Cole and Judge are like the only bright spots on the team. And Judge, you know, guys out two months, and the Yankees are have a losing record both months. They were ten and eleven in in June, and I think I I just saw something like like even worse in July. It was the worst July since like 2007, I think. The first Later, time back Derek, back Derek says that the Yankee talk has made him so depressed that he's going to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, man. You should try to. It makes me feel depressed too, man. You're right. We're going to move on. It was just the trade deadline stuff, but uh, lots of good, uh, lots of action going on. MLB coming to a close. The you know the divisions are uh, and the wild card. There's a lot of lot of action going on. Too bad it doesn't involve any of our teams. <laughs> that's yeah, no, I thought, well, that's the thing, but that's what's going on in baseball. But you know what? I've been watching a lot of, I've, I've some, well, I'll start with South Florida. We we're all soccer fans now, man. Yep. We're waiting for football season on, on our, on hands and knee, but we're all soccer fans right now. The whole city has turned pink and there's Messi. everywhere I drive by, there's a, I see a, a pink uniformed Lionel Messi on a billboard or on a, a bus stop, every single bus stop. I don't know if Adidas bought these these ads or what, but you cannot drive by a bus bus stop in Dade County that you do not see Lionel Messi's face on it. It's really it amazing, unbelievable. Really, but I don't understand uh, some of the move, and you might have to educate me on this. Okay, so first of all, I get picked up by the Uber driver, and the Uber driver, I could tell he's Argentine right away. So he's, <laughs> I'm like, so where are you from? Well, and he's like, how Argentina. Can you tell? And I just can tell. Geo will tell you that the Argentines have got a thing about them. We're very. Uh, it's the, yeah, they sing their Spanish like the South Americans. Flamboyant, oh, you know. Well, they're they're, yeah, they're just various, open, fun, warm, uh, and you could tell. And I was like, "Where, where are you from, man?" He's like Argentina. I was like, oh, "All right." So now we're talking, and he was the worst driver ever in the history of drivers, like 37, <laughs> 32, 38, 31. Like, like, Oh man, it was really brutal. We were having a good conversation. Did, did he have a gas pedal? That was like a light switch. Yes. On and off. Oh. And we're in an alpha. Oh. He's got an alpha Stelvio, which I got because I did spend $6 more and get business comfort just because Uber X is a nightmare, but that's a different story. Um, and he brings up messy. And so we're talking about messy and here's what I don't understand. Geo. What's that? Messi is playing right now. He is at the final segment of his career. You know, he's on the downward swing and whatever. They don't have the stadium yet. And everybody wants a freaking ticket. And this is the hottest ticket in sports in Miami. And they don't have a stadium. By the time they get the stadium, which they have not broken ground on yet, and they can really cash in on this guy, he's going to be done. No, they're making a gazillion dollars and uh, on Apple TV and all that stuff, man. You're thinking small potatoes with the the stadium, and yeah. I, I understand what you're. What, you know, the whole stadium itself is going to be a boondoggle, but and uh, you know the whole real estate development that they're going to do around there, because you know that's that's the play. It's it's all the real estate development that gets done around these stadiums, and, and you know find out who's going to own that stuff. That that's what's really the play here, but. 
the uh, the amount of Apple TV subscriptions that they're selling around the world is is really the key. Mm. That's what's going on, and that's 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 what he got a cut of. That was the big money that, and Adidas made this happen. You know, he's he's still getting paid like seventy five million dollars, even though you know the whole budget for the whole team is is you know the max salary is and nowhere near that amount. But they have that special exemption. You get to have two or three players per team that are, don't count against the salary cap, so that they could you know you could bring in guys like this. And so, of course, you know Miami style, they circumvent the rules and they brought they figured <laughs> out a way to get Messi to pay him. Style. That's exactly what it's all about. That's the truth. Circumvent and, the rules. That's what are the rules? These are the rules. Okay. But no, the whole <laughs> league is involved. This is good for MLS. Absolutely. That's all anybody's talking about. Even out there, like in drag race land, people are talking about Lionel Messi, which you mm-hmm. think that's shocking, but it's not. There's a you know, there's a lot of people that are interested. And apparently he's pretty good at the soccer thing, man. <laughs> Well, you know what? In my opinion, this is the best thing for American soccer. What you need is to video gamify it a little bit. You can't have everybody who's all equally great. You got to have one guy that's great against everybody <laughs> else that's just pretty good. Because then he can move, make moves. He's scoring two goals a game. And that makes sense. To the American, like this guy's dumb. Look at this guy. He's running like a laser back and forth, passing and kicking and scoring and running around. People can get into that when everybody's equal on the field, equally pretty good or equally great. You don't get anything. No, well, you, you lost your whole is this argument guy's... on F one right there. I know. <laughs> this guy, I know. this guy <laughs> has stood. This guy has stood out as being great amongst the the greats. Is is really where? And now we're you at. put him on there with the with the kids team, and uh, you know he's oh, he's thirty six. But let's not forget he's only what seven eight months removed from winning the gold cup, uh, the you know the golden ball as the world's best player in the World Cup, man. Yep. Like you know he's still in, I don't want to say in his prime because he's really not in his age wise prime, but he's still playing like he's. It, you know, near near his yeah, peak. No, he absolutely, absolutely is. He's got he's got a lot left in the tank, and it's it's fun. It's fun to and watch. So that's been fun to watch down here. It, it's you know we got soccer mania, and then there's also the U.S. Women's National Team World Cup mania going on. That started a couple of weeks ago. It's not just down here. That's everywhere. But uh, very disappointing. Uh, you know, last week we did, we were talking about how they only beat one team three nothing, and people were complaining. And I said, hey, three nothing. That seems like a good win. But I've been watching, and then the next game they got their ass whooped up and down the the the, the pitch for 60 minutes before uh Lindsay Horan got upset she got took a knee and then she took it personal and she she went out there and got angry and scored a goal and tied it and they tied I, I believe what was that Netherlands Netherlands at some point last week Who and then last team? night it happened three o'clock in the morning they they ended up in a tie game against Portugal where they were about a, a ball that hit off the goal post away from being eliminated from the tournament. And so it's very disappointing to that they're not able to score. They're still prolific d- defensively. And and I, I expect that maybe now as they go to the next round, they're going to figure it out. But uh, no, a little disappointing here. Nil-nil, 0-0. Zero, zero. And, uh, you know, even the game that they won, they were favored by uh, five and a half goals and they only won by three nothing. You know, I mean, they're not even covering the spread. Like, what's going on here? They're costing us money. Like, this is unacceptable. Odds on favorite, they almost got out of the tournament in the, in, uh, in, you know, in whatever, in the opening rounds. Yeah. 
Not good. Not good. All right. Good job, Sports Collision. Look who it is. Look who has just uh, signed on. It looks like he's reclining. Is he okay? Yeah, right there, buddy. I mean, or are you hanging by your ankles? I'm not sure. No, I'm good. I'm just reclining in my oversized chair. Nice. Reclining in his oversized chair, like everybody wishes that they could be doing. Uh, just reminds me of Tommy Boy. He, you know what he is? He's overwhelmed <laughs> with the excitement from watching the replay of the F1 sprint and race from this week. That's weekend. what that, it is. That's what yeah. it is, right, Troy? Ah, uh, that must have been it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> All right, so Troy, listen, we're kind of, we're winding down here. Geo just finished Sports Collision, I would imagine, and so we're, wind, we're winding down. But uh, did you have your stopwatch on or what, Troy? <laughs> No, but I saw that I saw the announcement that you're going live right when I was leaving work, and that was an hour and a half ago. So you timed it out right for the end. Yeah, save the best out. for last. Yeah, exactly. Didn't you have a, an experience <laughs> this weekend? Didn't you go racing? End up on the microphone? I well, I went to the racetrack. I did not race this weekend. The entry fees and uh, family obligations prevented that. Uh, but I did go hang out with friends and watch some races and, and do quite a bit of announcing uh, at Woodburn's 13th annual Night of Fire. And it was, uh, man, what a great show. The stands were packed, uh, you know, pretty much all the way till the end, certainly through all the feature cars. They oversold the event um, because there was just a lot of interest. So it was great. Huge crowd, uh, a lot of cars. I think they had... 13 or 14 double B funny cars. So a huge field of floppers. Um, we had jet cars. We had a jet car that went off into the, into the field. Um, and instead of hanging it up for the night, they took that thing back to the pits, turned it around and they were back on track in less than two hours. Wow. So that was, uh, you know, pretty cool that they, that they did that for the fans. Um, you know, the outlaw Ed Jones, I still think that that stage coach is as cool as it ever was. Um, the cinnamon. <laughs> I, I I was looking at a picture oh, the day before the race of him doing wheel stands at my home track, Firebird Raceway in Idaho. Before there were any logos on it, this was back in like '87, '88. Yeah. And, and there he is today, still putting that thing on the bumper, 47 years later. Uh, so pretty pretty awesome stuff. And we had some big money action, um, some really amazing bracket racing, and uh, great show, great time. Good deal. Yeah, I made it to the semis on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, electronics. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, at at that race, Sly Cat. Yeah, yeah, Woodburn. Do you know that? Do you know that Sly Cat was racing in the race? I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Friday wasn't much spectacular. Saturday got a little bit better. The whole eighth mile thing is a little bit new to me, and doing the, especially running the slower cars. So for sure, a little tricky. But uh, yeah, kind of got it together on Sunday and. And made it to the final four there, so that was that was good. Yeah, semis, you've done pretty well. That's a nice day at the races. I mean, it's also aggravating because you go so far and you're still not, you know, you're not exactly. Yeah, well, I, I gave it away. I went red, but it, uh, it's all right. It was, it was. Uh, I got too a little too amped up. Thomas amped me up too much, so <laughs> you got to stay cool. And the Mountain Dews didn't help either. I should have stayed away from that. So you live and learn. Definitely not be drinking Mountain Dews or energy drinks while racing, in my opinion. <laughs> Tough to set the Not delay unless box, you're though. drinking them every round. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you got to keep that same high, you know. So I kind of found out consistency is the key there. So, but uh, it was good. Uh, you know, our resident uh, 
stock and super comp competitor and WFO fan, uh, Parker Theobald, put that bad boy on the dance floor. I told him on, uh, we were talking last week. I said, you go get that Wally. And, uh, and he came back texting me yesterday. He says, I, I did what you told me to. And uh, so shout out, Parker. Nice job, yeah. brother. Yeah. And I was really bummed because I didn't get to do the parade of champions this past week because I was off in TV land, which is great. And, uh, you know, like sometimes you have to make difficult decisions and both choices are really great. But uh, Jason Galvin got to interview him. And I feel like, how cool is that? Another uh, WFO associated win. I was wondering if you were going to get to do it because I was watching on NHRA TV. And uh, so, yeah, I was wondering if you'd get to do it because I assumed you would bring some things up. But uh, but Galvin does a good job up there. And uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Thank goodness for him, because that's that's what uh, you know frees me up to do some of these other things is having uh, competent people around who can handle whatever comes at him. And so, and you know, he knows the racers very well. He knows Parker and all those guys real well also. So, um, but yeah, it was a bit of a bummer and I was kind of monitoring as that was going on. Like, Oh, that would have been cool. What would I have done with that one? You know, that kind of deal. But, um, uh, and I'm assuming you guys talked about the, the recent uh, wild horse announcement, right? We touched on it. Like, I don't know if it's a, like, I don't think there's clarity as to what that means. Like Bobby Bennett puts out a story that says, you know, don't get your hopes up fans. And uh, at least that's what I read between the lines, but it's not dead. That's yeah. Good. It's better than nothing. What I think is interesting is like, it's becoming big news today. Radford school leaked the very same information way back in March. Like I've known about that since March and I don't know what, and I know a lot of other people did too. So it's interesting to me that, uh, that um, it's like big news all of a sudden, because a lot of people have known this. So I don't know. I'm just surprised. It all, the whole thing seems weird to me. It's official. It's not, it's official. It's not. Wait, it is. Bobby Bennett says no way. What's the truth? Yeah, well, exactly. And everything seems official and, you know, there's all kinds of rumors about everything. Vandermeer, it's gone, but maybe it's not. Uh, Topeka, oh, it's definitely gone, but maybe it's not. Uh, you know, the, uh, how many times with Palm Beach? It's gone, but, you know, maybe it's well, not. And the whole thing with, like, with Wild Horse, that, you know, the whole thing they were talking about, well, we got to do this because the interstate's coming in and this and that. The the plans for the freeway, are, you can just, like, go online and look at them. And it was never going to, like, blow through the, the racetrack. So I... Like the whole thing from from for the last two years has just felt weird to me because none of, none of it ever seems to add up. Well, and then there's Atco, right, where they just kick everybody out and send you home and it's gone. <laughs> crazy. I still no like notice, still no nothing, just boom. See ya. It was sad. Speaking of which, the uh, Maple Grove is going to have that points race this weekend. That's correct? right. Yeah. Yes, it is. And yep. uh, Tony Stewart's going to be there. So for those in PA, like. Monica, it's time to take AJ to the race. Yeah, Monica and Megan can go out there and uh, watch Tony. Monica and Megan, let's go with twenty-five best friends. We're expecting a WFO meetup between Monica and Megan. If you both go, just saying. Oh, that would be fun. That would. Come on. Uh, Does anybody know who the lone super, uh, or is it super comp or super or comp eliminator? I don't remember. I think it's comp eliminator. Like the lone entry at Brainerd? No. No. Should I go look? 
Does it? Well, can you see who it is? Yeah. At Brainerd in a couple weeks. Brainerd. Yeah. Yeah. One moment. Well, that's as of now. They still got some time to get. Yeah, they still have time. I mean, you know. Well, multiple, multiple other classes are. Yeah, but are maxed out. Like stocks maxed out. Um, super gas is maxed out. Yeah, but I don't think people want to tear up their stuff before Indy. There's that, and oh, by the way, there's two in comp right now. Just oh, there's yeah. two now. Okay, there must yeah, have been two. Bru Bruno's one, I and wonder. Doug Doug Engel is um, Angles is the other. So oh, last year's but, uh, U.S. Nationals winner. Yeah, and Bruno but, the champ. <laughs> like, but just to keep good. it in, yeah, yeah. But just Four to keep it in perspective, Troy, you know. The other classes tend to fill up quickly. Like if you uh, come Gators, um, this past year, Super Comp, Super Gas, well, Stock and Super Stock, um, you know, they filled up within minutes. So, you know, it's just, it's the car counts to the class. No, for so. sure. I just thought it was interesting because when I saw the entry sheet a couple hours ago, I was like, man, a, a first round bye to the Wally. What a sweet, what a sweet deal that would be. <laughs> <laughs> He's still got a couple weeks, so you know it's, it's that doesn't mean that there won't be others that enter. So, hey, yeah, but a Wally's a Wally. Enter. I don't care how you take it, right? It's you get that Wally, you still say you won. You That's won right. a national event. So. No, I don't. I don't think they should. If they have only two cars, they should not contest the. <laughs> <just cancel>. <laughs> <laughs> or make them run four out of seven, uh, or what you know what I'm go? saying? Like that's yeah. all. Like, so guys, like rock, you, paper, scissors? Yes. You each get a hit, and then you run four out of seven series for the Wally. But you cannot just make one run and get a Wally. And by the way, the entry list says that Bruno's got a, a Chevy engine, and uh, he's had a Toyota engine for two seasons. So I don't know what that's about. Because but, he didn't update his um, tech card on the national vet side. That's why. Yikes. Maybe he switched just, to a cast iron what, big block. When you, when you yeah. set back up your, your tech card, Joe. You'll see. Okay. I will. I'll be changing it every week. Right. When, when was the last update on Project Super Street anyway? Project Pontiac. You got to get <laughs> it right. Project Pontiac. Come on, branding. Troy. We're doing Brandon. And the, and the last update was about 35 minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, I'll have to listen back. <laughs> I'll have to listen oh, back. Is. But it, I am flashing the screen, the picture of the block and our Rock motor plate in position. And we begin to do some work. We're going to do some down bars in the front and, I got to figure out brakes. I got to figure out A-arms, upper and lower. That might not get done, Sue. That might not get done at first. What? It might not hey. get done at first, you know? Why like, not? We some cuts. We got to do some cuts. Budgetary restrictions. You know? Value engineering. That's what I hear. Value engineering. We're right. We're limited by certain factors. There's factors that are limiting. And, so, and, and then when I video your car, when it leaves and go, look. This is what it's doing. That's going to be my excuse when I lose to you. Those damn A-arms. <laughs> it's like, if only I had them. Oh, well. Next oh. time. Give up that early. <laughs> it's pretty early in the build to be cutting to be cutting already, boss. <laughs> really? Well, we oh. are. Like, Remember, we were just going to be, uh, we were going to just rebuild the engine, and now we got to get a new block. We got to get a new crank. We got to get new rods. Like, everything, it's a fresh start. This is a total fresh build. The original plan was Remember, just... Remember, he's trying, trying to get it on the track, right, Joe? You're trying to get it on the track I quickly. was. I was just trying That's to get right. it on the track. And then on top of all this, a 455 block falls out of the sky the other day. After I have purchased the new crank and rods and block. 
You understand? <sighs> a little aggravation there. Oh, you're kidding. Well, it's go get it. Take it as a spare. Like, Start building a, it. Oh, here's a block. And I, if that block had fallen out of the sky a couple of months ago before I bought all this stuff, could have sent it to Gary. We could have put in all our new, new stuff and uh, our old stuff in there. But no, now uh. we're on a new plan. We're on a newer, better plan. Aluminum heads. All Pontiac <laughs> block. Yeah. This thing's gonna Pick, run pickle, pickle Rick said he's uh, going to let Fox know you need a raise. <laughs> no, please. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> All right, final thoughts, guys. Final thoughts. Uh, Sly Cat, why don't you be the first with a final thought? Yeah, no, had a uh, good weekend. Did uh, actually the first uh, eighth mile bracket stuff that I've done. So that was quite interesting. Uh, I should have, I didn't know you're going to be there, Troy. Otherwise, I haven't been, I was out of the country for a couple of weeks and then I came back and better known you're there. I would have looked you up. What's the it car? Was spur like? of the moment. Spur of the moment. What's the um, car look like, Sly Cat? Give uh, Troy the, dev, you know, for next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but great event. Um, uh, I had been to Woodburn years and years ago for Division Six, but uh, uh, Severance family, great host, great event, huge. Couldn't believe the local turnout. I mean, Woodburn's not that big. Obviously, there's people that come in from all over, but, you know, come in the return roads, you know, like Saturday night, uh, went was in the gambler that night and and went a few rounds. But, man, they uh, those <laughs> those people, they love their drag racing. It's awesome. <laughs> this is pretty cool. So, Definitely. yeah, had a great time. So I'll, I saw more energy there than than I've seen at any California tracks here. So we'll, well come out in August and we, maybe me and you could line it up. Yes. Okay. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Like a challenge. See, the track is run by drag racers, and that's the thing. Yeah. You know, when you got a track that's run by drag racers, everybody wants to be a part of it and they want to support it because they know that the people who manage the track know their deal and care. It makes yeah. all the difference in the world. And Joe and Joey Severance, come on, they're great. And yeah. so that's why well, they you see the gen you see the generation in the in the crowd. That's what you see. I mean, you see the grandpa, you saw the the dad. I mean, all the way down to great grandchildren, you know, all there. Amazing. You know, so it's like they just breed them that way, which is awesome. How come yeah. again do that anywhere else? <laughs> they, they well, they can. There are certain places that do, but not everywhere. It's yeah. it's uh, you gotta love it. You gotta love it. It can't be just a business. Like this is our business. No, you gotta love it. No, I mean, you got to do the show. You got to, I mean, hey, the, the jet car, I mean, you know, of course, regular racers, you tend to joke about some of that. So know? how did Troy do on the microphone there, Sly Cat, since you I, were listening? You know, I could, I, I actually did. I was actually uh, one of those. I had to buy back. So I had to go up in the tower, which uh, the, the walk of shame. But uh, <laughs> I, met the, I met the one and, uh, announcer and he was from Elk Grove. So he was asking me stuff. So he was a local guy to me. Um, or grew up local to me hmm. and I forget his name now, but I did chat with him a little bit, but, uh, I only announced on Saturday night. I didn't get up in the tower till about five 30. So, Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I would have just run. I think about that. I don't know. I, uh, I forget already. I don't know. I had like 17, 16 runs or something like that this weekend. So. Awesome. Holy a lot of seat wow. time, man. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Seat time wearing your stuff out, but Dang. that's fine. Yeah. Oh, that's Thomas Once, Bear's car, but Once, I, yeah, well, exactly. Oh, that's true. <laughs> it was great. I mean, you know, I, I, I just gave him my winnings too. I, I mean, it's like to me, I mean, that's it. I mean, you know, 
that's a good perspective. Well, yeah. really, like he, I mean, he, it's, it's, uh, you, that's irreplaceable. I mean, that's you got how Galvin does it with Tom and he yeah. shows up and he just like pays and the, everything's there and they work it out and he's got a pro working with him and he's a driver. Yeah. Like, well, he's, he's a driver and, and I'm, a, you know, I'm a student and I mean, it's, it's great business for Tom. I mean, it's just like a walking, I mean, people just come to the trader all the time. It's like, Hey, how I want my kid to do that. You know, I mean, if you're going to learn, that's the best way to learn. And Tom goes out and there and backs it up with results. He he was within a couple of hundreds every run. Yeah. I mean, we're, you're dialing 488 to 491 all weekend long. It was all on me. I just had to leave. I knew what the car was going to do every time. If he knew he was going to speed me up, he would just, he'd give me a heads up. You're going to run quicker. You got to stick a nose on him. If you're not going to stick a nose on him, you lose. That's on you. So that's, I mean, hey, <laughs> it's, it's good. Good deal. I wouldn't have learned that in any other way. Well, and, and that's the thing. Once you can control the car, if you can hook up with someone who really knows what they're doing, you'll advance rapidly. And yeah. if you don't, if you're the type of person who's like, I'll figure this out on my own, you might not. I'm 55. I mean, I, I've, I've done other motorsports. It takes you 30 years to get somewhere, you know, and and to win and win all your stuff. And that's great. And then when you kind of do all that, then you're kind of like, okay, now i got to find something else. And so here, yeah, jump into drag racing and... I mean, it's not like I'm going to go top fuel racing, but it's just, it's great. I love it. Man. That's awesome. Way to go, Sly Cat. All right. Good deal. Excellent. Thanks you for your support. And we'll see yes. you next week. Thank you, guys. All, all right. right. Sly Cat. Uh, all right. How about Troy? Troy, final thought. Last in, then uh, whatever. Go. Oh, just good to good to see y'all, Gio, my man. Good to see you, brother. Sorry I missed Sports Collision. Chopping it up. Uh yeah, good to see y'all. I'm uh, nearing the end of what was a five-week uh, break from the track, so looking forward to two weekends of racing in a row starting next weekend. Um, yeah, that's about it. Just you know, doing the summertime family thing right now. Very cool. I don't have anything anything crazy. No, nothing, nothing profound. That's good. You don't have to, because when you do, that it makes it all the more meaningful. <laughs> Good to see you. Way to go. Good to see you, Troy. Thank you for taking look, look at all those photographs in the background. Troy's got the nice woodworking going in the background. Got all those photographs. It's a very nice little uh, living space you've got there, Troy. Thank you for Thanks. Sharing. We worked hard on it. I'm sure you did, man. I don't have anything like that. I, you know? Uh uh. I got these army of cats I got to take care of. All right, Troy. We put a lot of sweat into it. Good deal. <laughs> There's Troy. All right, Bobby Grant, words of wisdom. Go. Well, I, I gotta say that uh, your your words of wisdom today on the show with Reinhardt was yes. uh, approved. I totally agree with you. Thank you. About, what did I say? That was earlier today, and I about the awning over the bleachers. Yes, they yeah, should put awning over the bleachers. They really should. Like people don't want to listen to me. I have good ideas. They don't want to listen. Like Joe, that idea is going to cost money. Yes, it is, but. People will appreciate it and they will actually pay. It's a, it's a shocking development in the world that people actually pay for things that they like and benefit them. Yes, they will. It's weird, right? Like, okay, we can ask you to sit in the blazing heat on a bleacher or we can give you a covering. Like, which will you pay more for? Covering. People will, people will pay more for the covering. I would venture that yes. people pay double 
for a covering. Like you're going to spend 60 and I think people would pay 120 if they knew they had a legit cover. It's worth it. Yeah. So good. Okay. I'm glad. Uh, but, but now I was an homage to words of wisdom. Let's get the real deal. Uh, I'm, <laughs> safety is part of my words of wisdom tonight. This poor guy on the track and it messed up the track. I know it wasn't probably anything he could have done about it, but before you go on the track, check all your deuce fasteners, your, your bolts, make sure you got everything tight. You got everything ready to go. Your little clips, spring clips that go on your hood. If you have the old style, I think they're probably outlawed by now. But it's a shame when the hood comes up, you forget to put those pins in, and your hood goes flying up like a little bird. It's not a pretty sight. Yeah. And also, always check and see, especially if you're going to run the tractor in the bush hog, don't cut anything over an acre if you forget to do this safety check and check for that pins and all because when your lift pin comes out and you have to find it with a magnet in the grass six inch tall grass it's not fun in 100 degree weather oh my god so make sure you have all your stuff fastened and ready to go and that's my words of wisdom there it is thank you bobby graham excellent excellent words bobby graham do not, you know, I love the fact that you had a magnet available. Always. Yeah, you got to have a magnet available, right? Got to have a magnet. Got to have a powerful magnet. All right, Bobby Graham. All right, what about Sue Morris? Sue's been in rare form tonight. Very active, very aggressive with her commentary. It has been good. Sue? Well, you know, you've been missing for a while, Joe. So, you know, what can I say? I know. You bring it I out of me. When, when you're here, a person... <laughs> I'm here. I know I was gone. I missed everybody. That's why we did the show tonight because I wanted to participate, I wanted to be a part of it. It's all good. All yeah. good. Good to see you and great job this weekend. Um, I have to say, uh, we did catch you on NHRA TV a lot. But, you know, one of the things I need to call out is our own WFO Patreon uh, follower, uh, Race Guitar. Today is August 1st. And he kicked off his uh, Great Cycle Challenge Canada. It's, it's the fight against kids' cancer. So um, just want to give a shout-out to him. And, uh, again, if you're interested, or go check him out. Check him out on either his Twitter or Instagram. Um, go check him out, Race Guitar. Uh, again, he's doing the Great Cycle Challenge, uh, raising money to fight kids' cancer. So. Um, Definitely a good cause. So just wanted to put that out there, uh, but he did kick off today. So uh, go check that out. Um, And other than that, you know, I hope everybody has a great week. It's August. We're kind of in our bracket racing mode, which is great for us. Uh, We're going to be home. For those that are in PA, can go to Maple Grove. Again, I hope Megan and Monica get to do the WFO meetup. That would be awesome. Don't forget, Tony Stewart will be out there and all the other cars. So. Enjoy the racing, folks, and uh, Michigan this weekend. Set your team. And, yes. uh, you know, should be a great week. And you actually get a week off. What are you going to do? Oh what are you going to do? I got a thousand million things. Too Gio, many. you better get the list going for him. No, I've got, no, no more to the list. No more to the list. I've got so much to do. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, go go take care of those crazy cats. And yeah, that's it. That's step one right now. Cats, cats, go to sleep. Get cats up. Get cats to doctor at eight a.m. That's it. <laughs> awesome. Wow. That's the plan. Yeah, my own problem. Have is a driving great week. Baseball practice, man. Yeah, oh, this well, guy is just back that. and forth. He's just a shuttle back and forth to baseball practice. Hey, great making the team. Yeah, making let's make it. That's like fifty minutes away from our home. That's awesome. <laughs> it's it's down south. It's you know what they, the one of the places they play. It's really close on the same exit as the Homestead track. Right. Well, that's where the Raisin Canes is. That's what. As soon as you said Raisin Canes, I was like, Well, wow, right. It's yes. down there. Yes. Well, he one of the practices is at Southridge High, and the other one is at South Dade High, which is actually in Homestead. So yeah, whatever. Right down as there. long as listen, as long as Gray ends up. Hey, look, I said if she makes baseball team, player. I'm all have. I'm. This is all. I, I don't know about that far, but I said as long as he makes a team that he wants to try out for, you know, I, I, I'm gonna take him. You know, what, what do you want me to do? No, that's you gotta do it. Really, you gotta do it. You gotta convince him. Look, I draw the line. Him. He wanted to try out either for this team or a team that plays in Miami Lakes, and I was like, no, nah, dude, sorry, dude. The traffic to Miami Lakes is torture, man. Any time of the day, I'm not going in that direction. And so you I didn't figured go by coach. You went by distance, dude. <laughs> Come on. No, but she no not my coach. He 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 wanted to try out for he knows some players on another team. Oh but I agree with wanted. Sue. It's like this. We should be strategically trying to position him in a place where he's gonna learn the best baseball. Right. Oh, right. Dude, he's he, he, he that'll be fine, dude. That's <sighs> you know, if you're gonna drive 50 minutes somewhere, you should be driving to like some place where they're really gonna train him. Good dude, deal. he's only 12 men, relax. Monica says, Gio, you are supposed to go anywhere for your kids. There it is. I do. He went to the field of dreams. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Let me yeah. tell you guys, like, that's the way the Gio did that. That was a big deal. Took a week off of work, both of them, and went up there in Cooperstown for eight days. That was, uh, that was a tremendous example of parenting. Uh, yeah, man. It's not easy, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like rock and roll. Sometimes you burn your hands, but it's all in the name of rock and roll. That's it. All right, Sue. Good job. Thanks. WFO, everybody. Have a great week. Hey, what's up to Dave? Say what's up to Dave. There goes Sue Morris. And finally, now you, Gio. Do you have a final thought before we exit into the great beyond? No, everyone. Have a great week. Enjoy what's left of summer. I guess we're halfway through through summer, uh, a little bit closer on the end over here. School starts in just uh, three weeks over down here. And so uh, Georgia's school started today. Ooh, wow. That's what I heard. Yeah, well, then I guess I guess we shouldn't complain. <laughs> no, this is Florida, man. We barely even try to educate our kids anyway. That's not true. They There's a set number of days they go to school. It's the same amount since we went to school here. Is it? 180 days, man. It's still the same 180 days. Yikes. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm for you. I mean, they, that's a you know, they've parceled, they've parsed the schedule differently. They get more days off, at, you know, at certain times, but it's still the same amount of days throughout the year. So what's your final thought? I enjoy the races, everyone. You got nothing to say to anybody. I got Mark, nothing today. I don't know. I've, I've lost my my train of concentration. Football's coming soon. I was thinking about that. What about the Dolphins, man? Training camp started recently. They got players hurt. Joe Burrow went down earlier in the week. They're saying it's just a calf strain, but he might be out a few weeks. That was causing heart attacks throughout the, the video sphere out there. I mean, I'm not a Bengals fan, but I don't want to see Joe Burrow get hurt and not play. Yeah. 
Let me bring Sue back. Hey, Sue. You're muted, but you can hear me. Yes. I finished <laughs> Tulsa King. <gasps> Finally. Yeah, I finished Tulsa King. Tulsa King is in the books. Season <sighs> one. All right. It's okay. It was worth the watch. Come it's on. Fine. It was great on the airplane. I was able to knock out the final episodes <laughs> on the airplane because a new season is getting ready to start. No, they're getting ready to start a new season. So I thought I would catch up and I feel like at the end of the first season, it's just really getting started. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to remember the first season is always the one where they're trying to build the story, right? You got to learn the characters and you know, they start teasing you with sets up his crew is really what happened. Introduce you to the character. He sets up his crew. Now sucks you in. Now they're a dysfunctional crime family in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And now what kind, of, what kind of hijinks will they get into in season two? Yeah. All right. I'm going to watch. It was good. It was good. All, deal. Right. all right. That's it. Thank you. Sue. Uh, see I just bye. wanted you to know that because you had been pressuring no, me. No, I, I was. I then, let yeah. you go. See, I listen. All right. There goes Sue. All right, Gio. And there you go too. Goodbye. WFO. And that does it for everybody. Hey, everybody, this is a great show. We did this. This is going to be an hour on the spot stopwatch. Instead, it's two hours and eight minutes. I don't know what to say. We've got Justin Ashley. We've got J.R. Todd going to be joining us at one o'clock Eastern time on Wednesday. And maybe that big pro thing will have already happened. I forget what time it was. I could ask those two about it. What do they say? Ooh, that could be interesting. Yeah, that's not without like uh, wrinkles of this is interesting. How are they going to do it? What's it going to be? How much money is it going to pay? What kind of reaction will people have? It's all going to be very interesting to hear. I myself, I uh, I feel like the Western Swing was great. Uh, I saw Kevin Luttrell, Sacramento Racing fans, reaction to seeing the sport in person. And it made me feel very good about our live at track product, which I'm very proud of. Uh, I, I love what's going on. I was really excited to be on NHRA on Fox for the entire Western swing. I um, wasn't expecting that I was going to do some races. And then I just kind of got drafted in to do all three and it was a big deal. It was a lot of fun. And I learned a lot. It's a lot going on. Giovanni has put himself back into the show for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Know. Well, you know, you, you, you know, like the Pavlov's you have the, bell. You have the power <laughs> to the Pavlov's bells. What? <laughs> Thoughts. <laughs> Anyway, you you mentioned something that uh, you know brought a moment of clarity. Watching you on the NHRA, you were running around like Martin Brundle over there, interviewing drivers, getting under the funny cars. It was like great. That was really uh, you know, it was that that's, it looked like fun out there that day. I don't know which day was that. Was that Friday or Saturday? Or I both? don't even remember the day I got up under the funny car with uh, Chad Green. But I went and talked to Chad. Yeah, you can hear him. And he was talking like that under the mask and everything. Was just a, listen, I try to do. I Dude, you, case you brought having... the feeling of what it was like to be in the lanes. That was it right there. Running from driver to driver. and it was it, That was fun. That was exciting. I just Well, thank to... you for telling me yeah. that. Please write a letter, care of NHRA. No, I, I try very hard to do things that bring the fans to where I am. And that's it. Like I try to do things that are also out of the ordinary, unusual, and slightly, slightly uh, on on the line. And going under the funny car body felt a little under the line, on the line. Like maybe I shouldn't be doing that, and so I did it. But there's also sometimes that I definitely am not going to do something like uh, go up to a driver when they're like you know packing their parachute 
uh, in a moment of critical information. Um, but whatever. <laughs> he forgets the next thing you know. <laughs> and it's not for them either. It's for me. It's for me. I don't want to live with that, right? Like, oh, my God. Well, Costello interviewed him right before the parachute didn't get packed right. All right. All right. Are you, are you done, Gio? Can I kick I'm you out? Done. I'm out. Yeah, there he goes. So as I was saying, before I was so, well, it wasn't rude. It was actually a great compliment. Had a great time. Love seeing that side of the sport, television side. Very interesting. The way things are a little different. Every word you say is a little more critical. You have to communicate in these very, very short bursts with as much vital information in the smallest amount of time. Whereas track announcer, you've got, you're doing exactly the opposite. You might string a story out for a long time because you got, you're going to be going for 40 minutes, maybe an hour, maybe two hours. So you really can string things out. Same thing with being a talk show host. It's, you know, you're going to have at least 15 minutes to tell a story. Now you've got 15 seconds to tell the story. It's just very different. It's kind of been fun getting used to stylistically, but in the end, I felt like I took to it pretty well and I had a good time doing it. San Francisco was awesome. Seattle was awesome. Ran around San Fran, hit all the spots, rode cable cars uh, that's the way to see San Francisco, riding up and down on one of those cable cars, man. Great stuff. You're outside. The weather was tremendous. So many good things. Um, really enjoyed staying out in the Western Swing. What I would say to people is this. If you really love drag racing, and maybe a future WFO event could potentially be the Seattle-Sonoma double, that is a great, 10 days Seattle and then a day in Seattle and then go to San Fran and then go to Sonoma for the wine tastings. We had fun, extreme fun. And it wasn't that out of control expensive. And then you go to Sonoma and that is one of the nicest tracks on the tour. It really is. It should be spoken with the Z maxes and the Vegas's and all the super tracks Sonoma doesn't really get mentioned with them, but it should because you're on this beautiful road course with all these elevation changes and just the driving around in the weather on a golf cart, just being there. Um, it's awesome. It's awesome. There's something about the air and the light and the cars are fast and you can see so much. So uh, double thumbs up on everything that went down. Our next race, Topeka, Kansas, going to be out there. We're going to go from Sonoma. We're going to go to Topeka. It's going to be great. All right, guys, that's going to do it. Let's see some final comments in there. Monica says school starts in September over there. Let's see. Bobby Graham says, have a great week, everyone. Monica says, one more thing about Joe is he keeps very busy during a race weekend. See him running all over the place. Yes, I keep busy. They keep me busy. However you want to say it. There's a lot of busyness going on. That's why I come back tired. Had a good time. Guy Fietti was out there and uh, Jason Johnson, Johnson's Horsepower Garage was out there. Everybody brings it. They want to party. We were jamming out for the ACDC cover band. It was great stuff. And none of it would be possible without our great sponsors like Marvin Rodak and Rodak's Coffee and Grills.com. The hot sauces and the spice rubs. He's going to have new coffee from Kenya very soon. Call Marvin, 817-924-6821. Frank Hawley's and Sam Tech and Total Seal, FTI. Fog it, Bernie's, 
and Phillips Connect, all supporting WFO Radio. And we got some new people that are interested in jumping on board as well. Don't forget, Monica doing a great job letting us know when the WFO gear is on sale. The fire T-shirts and stickers and all that stuff is available in the WFO store. And just watch Monica's Twitter because she'll let you know. And we'll all retweet her. Like, it's just I'm a retweet machine when it comes to Monica and her tweets. If you want to join Patreon, be like all these people who are on here in this secret society that is WFO. Plus, you get to hear the Michael Heiner show. Hear it from Heiner. Go back in the episodes. Leave us some questions. Going to have to talk to Michael Heiner before Kansas, right? Like, what'd you learn? What are you going to do? Here we go. Pro Stock going to be at all the rest of the races for the rest of the year. That is pretty exciting. That Pro Stock will be at the rest of the races for the rest of the year. It's been an emotional year. It's been very interesting. And I'm very excited about Project Pontiac, but I'm also very disappointed that people are like, don't like my cost-cutting measures. Got to cut the costs, guys. Got to cut the costs. Car, you know, it's going down the track. We got to get this engine. I'm going to need a new ignition system. I'm going to need a bunch of stuff. Yeah, where's Michael? Says Sue. I think it's because we're on Tuesday, you know, and he's a little thrown off by that, as uh, I would understand. Bobby Graham, I got a shout out from Justin Ashley. Yes, I did get a shout out from Justin Ashley. I think that was on actual television, except he didn't say the, the line. He said, gentlemen, start your engines. The pro announcement is at 3 p.m. on Flow, says Sue. So, no, the show will be in the books. Maybe I can get JR to tell us about it. We'll see. All right, guys, thank you very much, all you audio-only people. Don't forget, write a review. That still matters in podcast land. Write a review. Write us a review. Five stars and a review and recommend and share and all that stuff. It really matters in the podcast universe. All right, guys, that's it. WFO. Thanks to everyone. WFO! This is WFO Radio. Yeah, welcome to the party. Bye, bye, bye. The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers do not necessarily reflect that of the station ownership, advertisers, or agencies.